millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thanks to Amazon Pharmacy for supporting FilmSack. Amazon Pharmacy makes it easy to order your prescriptions and have them delivered straight to your door. Amazon Prime members can save on prescription medication when not using insurance and getting free two-day delivery. Learn more at Amazon.com slash FilmSack. So, how was it? Good. Gonna go ahead, huh? Full steam. Anything I can do to change your mind? Nope, no way. You know, there's no saying that, uh, no matter how hot it gets up there during the day, there's not a damn thing to do at night. That's right. Thank you, but I'm going up to the party in the tower. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. And welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 506. Mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today by Brian. He's not a cheeseburger, Dunaway. But I am a cheeseburger, mm. just not a reverse cheeseburger. Mm. Oh, hi. Ew. Oh, man, you guys won't believe all the vintage crap I found at an estate sale over the weekend after the little old lady down the street passed away. Mm. Let's see. I got a pack of Virginia Slims. $140 worth of vulgar underwear. Mm. One of them old school corded phones with nine foot of curly cord. And my best find, a case of Newman's own salad dressing from 1989. Oh man, that was a good year for salad dressing and vulgar underwear. Anywho, I'm exhausted after all that shopping, so I'm still in bed this morning. Right now I'm in my vulgar underwear smoking Virginia Slims and guzzling down Newman's own salad dressing. Sacrifices were made on the old grocery shopping this week. Corners were cut. Also, good thing this is an audio-only podcast, or you guys might see some Dunaway thigh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, crap. I spilt my Newman's own. No worries. I'll just clean up with these old rags and I have laying around and toss them into that pile of old oily rags on the floor. <laughs> Better get rid of this cigarette, too. Toss. All right. So this week on Film Sack, we take the scenic elevator all the way up to the promenade room to sack the classic. Hey, do you guys smell something? It smells like smoke. Probably nothing. Where was I? Oh, yeah. We take the scenic elevator all the way. That is definitely smoke. Oh, no. My rag pile. 
Randy, Randy, fetch me my nine foot cordite phone so I may call Paul Newman. Save me! <laughs> or call Steve McQueen to save me. Oh no, the 89! Yeah. Randy? <laughs> oh my lord. I don't even know what to make of your intros anymore. Just... <laughs> I was a little worried. You guys know what an estate sale is, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, okay, okay. I want to make sure everybody knows an estate sale is. Yeah. I didn't want to like. That was the part I was like, I almost went with like a flea market or uh, ordered online, but I was like, I didn't want to lose the audience. Old people die and you sell their shit. That's basically mm. that. That one made the most sense, yeah. right? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I get you. Uh, well, very well done. Also with us, Randy, that sure is a slow burning fire in that room, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. Some say the world is round like tire. Some say is flat. When son-in-law bought cheap-ass wire, it led to massive tower fire. But if your choice is fall go splat, I'd make for elevator freight. Why no one ever thought of that should raise debate. Here, have this cat. Meow. <laughs> that was great. Wow. What Art. a lovely little Yeah. <laughs> It's a very nice little poem, poem, yeah. as they would say. Poem. Poem. Uh, all right. That was awesome. Also with us, finally, Brian, he always did die. What? Oh, he always did want to die in bed. Ibit. <laughs> so true. Hello and welcome to the Backlot Tour at Universal Studios. We'll take you behind the scenes of all your favorite movies, as long as the movies you love are all more than 30 years old. We'll drive by the Psycho Hotel, the Jaws Lagoon, and something we're pretty sure was from Citizen Kane. But before we get to those, we're going to take you on a tour of the Glass Tower. Yes, the skyscraper from Irwin Allen's The Towering Inferno. Our first stop is the storage closet where the fire starts. This is where the fire starts, but it grows very quickly. And a lot of fans of the movie know why. It's because of all the polyester worn by the cast. Very flammable. <laughs> no, please sit Please sit down on the tram, ma'am. Okay. Mm. Our next stop is the set that was used for the 65th floor, where Robert Wagner is having an illicit affair with his secretary. If you look to your left, you'll see Jennifer wearing nothing but a dress shirt and a pair of control top pantyhose. Jennifer also does the backlot tram ride, or at least she did until she was fired two weeks ago and has been squatting here and the Battlestar Galactica set ever since. Go home, Jennifer! Our final stop is the set of the promenade, the party on the 81st floor. We're going to be sending each of you across the drop to the ground floor over to our gift shop, where you'll also find our merchandise, also completely based on movies that are so old they've been released on Laserdisc. And like the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, as you leave, you need to beware of hitchhiking ghosts. Just replace the word ghost with Jennifer and then replace the word Jennifer with those pantyhose make her look like she's naked from the waist down. Go home, Jennifer. <laughs> wow. Oh, that that, that made me Thanks sad for, for studio. That made me sad for studio tours. I haven't been in a while. <laughs> makes me sad. Yeah, it, they, yeah. I used to like those. Those were cool, mm -hmm. especially Universal. In fact, you, you tapped into the one that I have the most memory for because like that shark and the water and the fake flood. Yeah, no, I can't the, think of any other studio tours besides the Universal Studios tour and the, the backlot tram. But it is, I guess they do have Fast and Furious, Furious stuff in there now. Mm. Um at least when Tristan and I went like five years ago or, or something on a trip out there. Did they have a bunch of Trek stuff at one point? Or am I thinking, of, I'm probably thinking of some other park or something. Um, 
I don't God, remember. did they? I, I know they had they Battlestar Galactic, like the old Cylon, um, silver Cylon Battlestar Galactic. Oh, stuff. you know what? I'm probably thinking of that, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would, yeah that's what I'm thinking of, too. You, might be, thinking, thinking you might be thinking of uh, the, the, the Hilton oh, <laughs> right. on the strip. Right, right. No, I was I'm, thinking of the A-team when Face was walking down the back lot. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a thing. I remember, so when I was in... We'll get to this movie in a second. But when I was in, in Universal Studios when I was a kid, I want to say it was like 83. I was very young. Uh, we saw them filming an episode of the A-Team out there, and I could see uh, B.A. Baracus walking around. Now, how did I oh, know wow. that was him? Because well, he's I'm, easy to spot. I'm a, white, I'm a young James white kid, and there's mohawk. this bald mohawk black guy down there. He just stood out <laughs> like among the everyone, and he was huge, and everybody else looked tiny right. compared to him. But... Uh, I'll never forget that. It was like my one close call to uh, 18 did you get fame. A, did you get a look at the van? No, the what van a, wasn't there. What a, what a boring, the what, a, no. well, what a boring ass van, but something I always wanted. I mean, it's really, it's just, yeah. but you it's know, really, yeah, like it, they really sold it. They sold they it. And I never, I never thought about like I, as a, as a little kid, I never thought about vans and then I was sold. And the next thing I know, I'm drawing <laughs> vans on every book cover and every, every piece of paper I ever get, I'm drawing vans. Yeah. And then, and then that Crazy. phase ends, and then I go on with my life. And then recently, the Brian Johnson video <laughs> series uh, goes and visits Dave Grohl, and oh, suddenly yeah. we're talking about vans. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. man, it took me right back to that time. Vans are great. That thing had a spoiler on it, and it had that cool. Yeah, red I know. It had line. the red spoiler. It was jacked up just ever so just a little bit in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was big uh, enough to. They throw. didn't have any seatbelts or anything back there, right? So when they're going around curves and they're driving. Super no. fast. Can you just visualize all the members of the A team kind of you bobbling around back yeah, there? You, like, don't, oh. you, don't need, you don't need seat belts. You got BA. He just grabs a hold of you. He is the seat belt. Yeah, but he would drive you, most buddy. of the time. He's usually driving and he'd say, oh, I ain't true. getting to no plane, Hannibal. And then they'd knock him out and <laughs> carry him in the back. And yeah. <laughs> Oh, what so good guys, times they were. While we're preempting, I have a pop quiz for you. Someone Ding, said, go. Go. Here's, here's, yes. the, here's the quiz. Pop name, quiz shot. name, guess the top four best selling laser discs of all time. I Aladdin. Have four, I have the top four right here. I'm going to give you lots of misses. Right. Uh, Aladdin is not one of them. Okay. Really? I, okay. The Star Wars uh, uh, trilogy. Also, not one of them. Wow. Wow. Really? And not Indiana Jones? Uh, Lethal Weapon. Alien. Uh, no, sir. Then we got to go with like Gone with the Wind or some stupid crap. I mean, you could, but no. Uh, <laughs> not Alien? Alien? No Alien. Basic Instinct. No, alien? Not no Basic alien. Instinct. <laughs> no Alien? No Basic Instinct. People, you, people were walking home with their big, huge laser disc. Let me let me look at my collection crap. here, and I'll tell you what I got, and we'll see if I have uh, one of them. Top four best-selling laser discs uh, of this all is time. The, uh, the fifth Jeez. element. Nope. No. Uh, I think that would have been a little late, right? That would have been would late. Have been. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they made one, but you're right Toy about Story. the lateness. Toy Story? Nope. Also, I think a little bit late. I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be... 95? Uh, yeah. It would have been about Beauty time. and the Beast? Maybe, maybe some other Disney thing? Oh, uh, I mean, yes. Uh, two of these are Disney movies, yes. Okay. Aristocats! Mm-hmm. Bambi! <laughs> did he say Aristocats? Yeah, he, he did, did say Aristocats. Oh my God, that's Pocahontas. so funny. Not Pocahontas. Uh, oh, Little Little Mermaid. Oh, Little Mermaid's no. a good one. No, oh, really? that's a good guess though. Shit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you another it's hint. Impossible. There's, there's two Disney films and two Arnold Schwarzenegger films. And the- oh, ah, Eraser. Total Recall. Nope. 
Wow. Eraser. How is this Terminator. so hard? Terminator 2 Special yes. Edition. Terminator yes. 2 Judgment no, Day. I is... even have that stupid thing. What am I? Why didn't I guess it? Yeah, the number one that? best-selling laser disc of all time. Okay, what was it? Wait, what were the other two? Right time. Uh, so two two of them are so, Schwarzenegger. Two so of them far, are you've named fifty three films <laughs> and have only gotten Terminator two. So the so maybe the original Terminator. No sir. Okay. okay. Oh oh, oh uh, 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 Predator. Predator. Incorrect. No. Oh my gosh. Uh, Commando. You wouldn't think this is so hard, but like it's not. It's not. Said. It's not that hard in retrospect. But like, there's a lot of <laughs> also what you from right. <laughs> Last action hero. No way. Um, hold on. Let me think. Um, another now, what's Arnold less movie? left? Disney films or Schwarzenegger films? We, have, we still what, have one more Schwarzenegger film and two Disney, two Disney films. films. And what, what I want you to remember for the Schwarzenegger movie is that the the peak of Laserdisc sales was actually 1995. Yeah. Oh, that's later right, than I would have guessed, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, maybe. That's that's when, that's wait, no, because that's when the prices dropped from 120 down oh, to like 60 right. and and stuff. Right, and that was the year Toy Story boredom. came out, which is why <laughs> Eraser? Did somebody already guess Eraser? I already said yeah, Eraser. It's not right. Eraser, no way. Uh, True Lies, probably. True, True Lies. Ah, oh, True, True Lies, of oh, course. That should have been prime. That came out the yeah, year before. Time. It was a 94 the movie. Four, yeah. Yeah. Which they're actually looking at a TV show, a TV series, mm-hmm. or a movie or something remake now? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. No oh, Arnold, yeah. though. Maybe a cameo, but no right. Arnold. We are like, we are like. It's hard to. It's hard it's like to twenty minutes in, and I think we've talked all of about. Yeah, we five haven't talked about this movie. movie. You know what? You know why? Because that movie also likes to take about twenty minutes to do anything for yeah. a tiny yeah. thing. Yeah. It does. Right. Uh, we saw so, the tower in front everybody. Oh, go ahead. They both animated, uh, Randy. Let's, yes, yeah, yes, okay. and and one of them was by far the biggest Disney film of all time. Aladdin at, at the time. Aladdin. I said Aladdin. That was like the first oh, thing. So I said Aladdin at the time. Okay. This was the biggest Disney film. Okay, not Aladdin. We said Beauty and the Beast. Did we not? It, yeah, not we said Little Mermaid beating the right. beast. Um, beating the beast had a work. Where, oh, Lion King. Duh. Yes. The oh, Lion King. Oh. I'd, like to, I'd also, like to believe there were yeah. some Disney files at home, just like screaming, "Come on!" Right. Well, and that was also the year before as well. I, was, I should have been thinking about movies that were le- that were released in like ninety four, yeah. ninety five. I hadn't gotten sense. to the L's in my collection. I was still going through it. <laughs> yeah. The, the oh, number three of the number three of the four, however, at the time was like fifty five years old, and that was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, oh, oh, wow. which yeah. apparently just found a huge audience on Laserdisc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. boring. Hmm. You know, I, I I know that one of the reasons that the Terminator 2 one sold so well. I think the reason even that I bought it was that at the time it was the only way to get a different cut. It was like a, uh, the the directors or some that thing has been released about a dozen different times with a dozen different yeah. configurations. But at the time, I remember it being the only way you could get a certain um, release of the film with extra footage and bonus stuff. Right. Because right. we didn't have DVDs or anything. Right. Well, this was the Terminator 2 Judgment Day special edition. Yeah. Yeah. It, it claimed to contain 15 minutes of previously unseen footage. That phrase is what really sold it. That's what sold it. Yeah, that's why I bought it. Previously unseen. You know? yeah, yeah. But what was yeah. it? Nobody it? saw it. Even, even the people filming it were wearing blindfolds <laughs> at the time. What was, what was the scenes that we missed out on so much? It what was, was it? mostly... Uh, it was mostly Michael Bean as Kyle Reese in a dream sequence. Oh. Oh, yeah. I just saw him on Criminal Minds. Anyway... 
Uh, it was uh, more shots of what's his face playing video games at the mall. There you go. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> final fight. It he was more phone dialogue fight. of uh, Arnold asking <laughs> if they were his parents. Your parents are dead. Yeah, your parents are dead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's really remarkable. Terminator 2 Judgment Day on Laserdisc sold more than three times as many copies as True Lies did. And True yeah. Lies is considered you know, one of their greatest big sellers of all time. All right. right. So We're, did we get every the other Disney one? Did we, we get it? Yeah, Lion King and Snow White and Seven. Oh, Snow Lord. White. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Snow White. That's boring. Jeez. Yeah. Boring. I got a, I got the Beauty and the yeah. Beast uh, work edition. The while, while it's work in progress. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah it's, yeah, it's got like a bunch of it's a bunch of storyboards with the narration on it, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, oh. like they released the laser disc prior to prior to the. the no, they released finished? it. Uh, after about? for a short time, Disney was really pushing their uh, video collectibles, and what they would do is, after a film was released, they would also release the work in progress prints. So oh, they would, wow, they would just kind of like go back for collectors, and so gotcha. So it's a so it's you still get the full movie, but you right. also get a bonus thing of like the making or not the making of, but like the right. work in progress. Like I think shot, it was just the work shot to come so here, or something. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. It's like oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You yeah. remember Todd Mr. from uh, Terminator 2? Piece of shit! Oh, that's not him. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> that was you. Oh, there that's he is. Scott. That was Terminator me. 2. Here he is for real. Sorry. Piece of shit! That's him. He's the one. <laughs> the wrong piece I, of shit. A question for you, Scott. Do you remember Bobby Brady from the Brady Bunch? Yes, I do. Uh, a local here. Like Lookinland. <laughs> born and raised in Utah, and I have a really great story about that later. I may have told this before on here, and if I have, you guys can shut me down, but... Um, we, when we were in high school, we got, we got wind that Bobby Brady lived somewhere in holiday, Utah, which is a <laughs> suburb of Salt Lake. And we thought, Ooh, we should go down Bobby to his Brady house. Brady lives. <laughs> so we did, he was born here and then did all his Hollywood business and then kind of just came here and lives here. He still does. Um, and we went out to find his house and we found it. It's just this little bungalow out in, in holiday and we kicked over his trash cans because we were oh. dicks. Take that, Bobby. Take it, Bobby. We, we were dicks. We were high school dicks. Uh, and it was a terrible thing to do. But that was my brush with a, Bobby. You know, it's funny because I was going to try and come up with some phrase of Bobby Brady's to like joke around with that. Right. But you don't have a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha or no, a, they're no. all going to laugh at you. Or I know you that was somebody else or uh, <laughs> um <laughs> Bobby uh, was the ugly one. Applesauce. Exactly. So, you know, like, he was the ugly yeah. one. Peter was the kind of the good-looking, fun one. The older brother was right. the smart, you know, <laughs> capable one. one. Bobby yeah. just kind of the shitty shit one. He was the shitty one. Was that was he was he any way related to this film that we're watching today? Yes, I he's mean, in it. He's the kid. Okay, the, I wasn't sure. I don't remember. Yeah. Was he the oh, so he was the kid. He's I didn't kid. recognize him. I didn't watch the, a lot of the movie. I think that's funny though. Red we antenna just, headphones. I love those headphones, by the way. This was uh, if all this was hold on, if all this was 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 done or Randy just or whoever did it. I was it, wondering bringing up a crap. random thing about Bobby Brady that would have been really freaking funny. But no, he's in this movie. All <laughs> well, right, I we should finally say it. it's night. It's nineteen seventy four. Is the Towering Inferno? Okay, it's out. We finally just mentioned it. It's that's there. the movie. It's done. Yeah. So if you're listening, fast forward to fifteen minutes and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, directed by John Gillerman. Uh, produced by that guy Brian uh, Ibbett always mentions. I forget his name now. Erwin Allen. Erwin Allen. Yeah. And also, and also yeah. should have gotten a co-directing uh, credit. He should have. Right. Like he, he apparently directed like everything that was all an of those. Shot. 
Yeah, and and he's done. He did all of those um, disaster movies of the seventies. Yeah, Poseidon. So he did the the Poseidon Adventure. Air, I think airport. one of the airport, maybe multiple of the airport movies. Um, yeah, are they and all as long as this? Movies came time out the same travel, year, right? time tunnel. Are they all three What's hours long? Oh, are they yeah. all three hours long? Are they all? Uh, they're all. They're all three. These disaster movies take a while to develop. I it just takes so, forever man. to develop, man. Jeez. So the, I want to. I want to actually start with that because the movie, uh, like the movie, sort of writes itself. You can once you know what this movie is about, right? It's just mm-hmm. a straightforward. This is a disaster movie where a bunch of people are trapped and the fire's coming for them and they're trying to escape. Yeah. So that's that. Okay. Now I want to I want to ask, doesn't the runtime of this movie work in its favor? Kind of like remember the first time you saw Titanic and you're like, wow, that's a mm-hmm. long movie. Mm-hmm. But then as you as you get into it and it's kind of a slog, that helps build the tension, right? I think that, it that can. Mm-hmm. I think you can compress it now, though. I think you can do better. I think they could have got. I think they could have gone an hour and forty five. <laughs> and gotten a, or, right. or if they, they were they really have... set on that two hour and 45 minute time give us right. more stuff going on on the floors where the fire is spreading because there's probably people on those floors or there might be right. and there's residences and things like that yeah. give us some other stories of things you know, going on on those you know and, what you could yeah. what you could have done is just gotten rid of robert wagner's entire uh scene. <laughs> story arc it was, it yeah. was totally i mean while, <laughs> while it was it was fun i yeah. loved it i loved it but it really, I mean, to serve the story, eh, nothing. Right. Yeah. They have I mean, the police. Don't worry. Oh, bar, bar, bar. okay. The fire department's coming. Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, okay. You're on your way. Okay. Fire department's coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now, watching him run through that fire was an amazing scene. Yeah. Yeah. But to service the story, mm, eh. I'll get done without it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not really a Wagner dude anyway. Always kind of annoyed me. Um, and uh, continues to do to this day. I <laughs> just don't like him very much. Well, There's something and, about and the him. The fact is, he was he was one too many same looking white guys for me. Mm. Like the, I, I didn't need Robert Wagner because I'm already struggling to tell the difference between Paul Newman and Steve McQueen. <laughs> and Steve McQueen, if, right? If yeah. If they hadn't dressed them very differently and made sure that Steve McQueen always looked like a firefighter, really? I would have I would have just thrown my hands up. Like, well, you know, for so me, Robert Wagner comes along, and I'm like, okay, so this is the same looking guy only he's in a tuxedo okay yeah. go. well here's what's blow- right. mind-blowing for me so i still think i think paul newman from the minute we ever knew who he was to the end of his career and the final uh live action thing i saw him in was uh it was his final movie which was road to perdition and i just saw that recently uh he continues to be i think he is the coolest looking uh most attractive man hollywood ever produced i really believe this so yeah. mm-hmm. I see him in this movie and he's covered in horrible 70s clothes and he's surrounded by awful shag carpet and terrible everything. All of it looks bad. Don't talk about Faye Dunaway's area like that. Even her. Carpet. Even her. She looks <laughs> she looked like a relic. He looks no, so good in everything he does. Yeah. Steve McQueen, on the other hand, I always assumed was an older guy. Get this. When he made this movie, he's 44. He looks 62 and yeah. he died at he's, 50. He's gr- he he's died, grizzly. He died like at 50 that. of some kind of yeah. weird cancer thing from asbestos and combination with smoking and stuff. But I'm telling you, oh, everybody in these movies, the suit. everybody in these movies, smoker right. Joe McSmoker. They all smoked like crazy yeah. back then, mm-hmm. all of them. And it shows nobody at 44 should look as old as Steve McQueen looked at 44. Like that right. was just you weird to me. me. All those smokers, and they didn't start the fire with somebody tossing a butt. I didn't understand it. I was like, 
why not that? Yeah. Why some rag of rags in some utility closet? The rag of rags. <laughs> but, but there was one person in this film who actually looked younger than his age. Oh, who's and that? probably didn't smoke his entire career and probably kept in shape and so on. And that is Fred Astaire, yes. man. Mm. Oh, sexy, yeah. sexy he Astaire. Was, yeah. He was ancient when yeah. this movie came out. Like, he, he was like... 30 years past his prime as a filmmaker, you right. know? Mm-hmm. It's he was amazing. born in the 1800s. Yeah. Granted, yeah. 1899, yeah. but still. Wow. Still. Yeah. No, he, that dude held up. I don't know what happened there. And yeah. he died at 80 yeah. something, and this would have made him 70 something. And he did not look I, that old. I love the films. I loved the film's moment. They didn't get to me. I wish they could have given taken all of Robert Wagner's scenes away and put more Fred Astaire scenes in because when they had him laying on the ground under that lamp post looking thing, like singing in the rain and holding onto it, like he'd fell down. I was like, okay. I was thinking about that. I told you, it's like Gene Kelly gets to dance on one of those and Fred Astaire gets pinned by one of them. Where's the justice? Where's the justice? And, and, you know, like our first uh, sequence with Fred Astaire, he's in his hotel room. Check it out. His fake goods. You yeah, know, like right, as yeah, one does, right? right? Yeah. When you have a treasure, you always peek at it a little bit, yeah, right? with a big old smile. It's a freaking trope alert slammed down on that. Like, I couldn't believe that this is so, <laughs> he's so tropey. But then when he gets into the party and he's trying to pick up this lady – one of the, what does he do? He takes her out to the dance floor, and I was so excited to I see Fred Astaire dance. And uh-huh. then it, it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. No, it really wasn't. Yeah. Old, he just does the white guy dance. I'm right. like, okay, right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it made me. It made me wonder. Movie, it was that just because I don't know. Like he still moved better than well, most seventy or seventy plus year olds. He moved pretty good, but uh, you know, I don't think they could afford no. it. And number one, you're only as good as your partner. Like he's not going to be like doing the whole like dancing, literally dancing circles around. But it's like you almost need his kind of dancing does require. All right, we're giving him the floor. We're giving him props to dance with. Here's a a cane that will turn into a Bissell vacuum cleaner later on. Oh my god! Oh my god! I missed it. I forgot now that's such that a controversial a thing, dude. Oh my gosh, that's such a throwback. Yeah. Remember when they first did that, <laughs> yeah. and we were all just like. This is the end what? of times because we, the minute we can resurrect people and make them what vacuum can go in their worse hand. than this? What yeah, a, right, exactly a, like yeah. a, a laser pro, a projector of Tupac? What's going to happen? Yeah, and then nothing, nothing happened. It was all dumb. Well, it, I, I yeah. felt like he had incredible uh, chemistry with Jennifer Jones. Yes, uh, there. Like I just like everything about that made me want more. And so then when you stop and go, no, the movie's already three freaking hours long I, I i get it but like you're you're right they could have cut from other spots to to build that out and it would have been very entertaining like yeah. about about 20 minutes less of him coming in jurassic park style on that helicopter would have been fine as well by yeah. the way jurassic park seems to have totally totally stole that vibe well I mean, they, the, like, this movie vibe. was all about telling most of its credits during that scene and that's a yeah, it feels like a '70s thing to pull off, you know. Like it, you're gonna- it was uh, the '60s. We we didn't start seeing uh, credits move to the end of films until after um, Hitchcock. We talked about this on the show before Hitchcock. Yeah. Uh, uh, people were famously, uh, well, people used to come to the theater very late because there were so many long opening credits. Yeah, and yeah. so he didn't well, want that. He wanted people in right away. Yeah, yeah, get them in right away. That was probably obviously pre. Um, trailers and stuff too which has changed how mm-hmm. people go to movies and mm-hmm. stuff so now if you're Every- late you're just missing trailers but right but yeah like i i there's something about this that's like primordial um disaster movie like you can feel 
the underpinnings of what would be the underpinnings of everything we think of that's cool in this genre, like Die Hard or freaking, I don't know, um, you know, any number of speed, whatever. They, they all, they all kind of have a piece of this. And up till now, I don't think anybody was doing these. Like, that's why these felt like maybe they were a little bit groundbreaking right. at the time. Is nobody had really looked at uh, a film about, hey, what if a disaster happened, man-made or not, whatever, and then people had to deal with it. And now there's pieces right. of that DNA and things like aliens and freaking like anything where mm-hmm. where where we went cheap because we wanted to save money or and or we did a thing because we wanted like an aliens case. You know, Paul Reiser wants to save an alien and bring it back with him. Doesn't tell anyone that. And then that just F's it just F's everybody, including him. <laughs> like th- those ideas, they feel like they're they're born here. Uh, right. And this is a this this is a product of something that was obviously on the mind of the populace at the time. Uh, This is based on two different books that were written around the same time uh, about fires. Really, I didn't know that. In in like yeah, entire and so yeah, they actually purchased uh, they actually purchased one of the books uh, and they went back and purchased the other because there had been a history of twin movie making. Uh, like we've seen in the past on here, you know, we've got like Armageddon and, and the, uh, what is the other deep one? Impact. I'm always forgetting. Other oh, uh, deep impact. Deep, deep impact. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they tried to avoid that by purchasing both the books so that there wouldn't be two movies out at the same time competing <laughs> for that. Smart. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it actually, it's actually a little more, uh, strange than that. So, uh, this, this was the first big blockbuster made by two major studios. Uh, mm-hmm. the, and, and what had happened was the two studios had purchased these two books separately, uh, to make movies out of them and realized they didn't want to compete with each other. And so the, the books were called the tower and the glass inferno mm-hmm. and uh the screenwriter for the film combined the stories like combined characters and climaxes like literally one of those books has people writing a zip line down to another building Whee! and the other book has water tanks blowing up which was ins- insanely stupid and <laughs> so, stupid. No so cool yeah. sign me up <laughs> And, yeah. uh, it looks like you would just make the outside of the building uh, wet and stop the fires that are on the outside, right. but it doesn't feel like it's going to stop all the stuff in the center yeah. of the building. If anything, oh my god, that, that was so really stupid looking. Me. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're Boy, right. It seems like there's so much going on in this movie because yeah. one studio probably generally owned Steve McQueen and one probably generally yeah. owned Paul Newman, and they had to bring them together and and so on. You know, like it's just like there's all these things that end up c- c- piling up to make this a two well, hour. What are, what are our What's our equivalent today if you were to bring two together in this way? Like, I, I look at those Oceans movies and I think, well, that's like 10 of them. But I'm trying to think of like a film where you take your yeah, two like a, biggest like a, dudes. Studio, studio actors, exclusive studio actors aren't as common as they once no. were. I'm trying I mean, to think of hustle, who would be. I mean, the David O. Russell stuff is kind of like that, right? The, right. you know, American Hustle with Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale. But he always uses that that stable. It's yeah, almost like it's his not group. a studio right. stable of performers it's a a director's stable of but, who, but like today right. but forgetting about the studio system which i guess didn't even really truly exist in the 70s but if you look at it today and say all right what who are two hottest leading men i don't know who they actually are i guess are they're all in mcu movies um, i guess i don't know the rock and chris evans and that's the thing <laughs> all of these all these things have been done so many times now right yeah that it's like it's it, this is old hat like we who cares so yeah the rock and chris evans have already been in several movies together you know yeah. what i mean you're like, right you're right that's just, i guess that's what i'm getting at is we don't do this anymore. Like the trivia was all over the place about how 
They barely stood in the same room with each other. They had a rule about <laughs> they could never be in the same <laughs> building. And it's like, come on, dude. What, yeah, I mean, that's very much like uh, Heat, you know, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro yeah. barely having any any scenes Contact. together in that. Right, but, right. Uh, you know, you can't blame somebody. I don't know. I mean, I try to try to put that in my own perspective. I'm like, would I want to share the stage with some other network's podcasters? Yeah. Forget <laughs> those guys. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, uh, in their case, though, they were just both at the top of their game and, you know, maybe not their well i mean he was only six years from death but but in paul newman's case <laughs> he had a lot to do still mm-hmm. and uh and yeah just i i think those egos back then were different kinds of egos than we have now there's a more cooperative sort of Absolutely. thing happening now mm-hmm. at least i feel like yeah. there is i could be wrong but yeah i think we tear people down a lot more than back then i mean especially right now right now in 2021 we will tear as a as as an audience, we will tear down an actor in a second. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so yeah, th- this they they exist in a totally different uh, insulated world. Yeah, and they you know the uh-huh. Faye Dunaway. There's trivia in here about how she would. Oh, here it is. According to actress stuntman Ernie F. Ersati, however you say his name, Faye Dunaway would not would often be very late to the set or would not appear at all. This made some scenes impossible to film and caused the actors such as William <laughs> Holden and Jennifer Jones to become very upset. Uh, Holden reportedly shoved Dunaway against the wall one day and threatened her for the next month. She had a perfect attendance record. It's like, geez, what the hell kind of, I mean, William Holden, get over here and push this woman down. So she shows up on time. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm so mad. I can push you. Hold on a second. Yeah. Lady. And that guy, I mean, he's like Western actor extraordinaire from mm-hmm. all the old Westerns. And in this thing, he's just got the shittiest glasses and the worst tuxedo. I just felt like, and he even didn't, said, didn't he, he want, yeah. he wanted to top billing too, right? He was like the other, he was like the, the other third person. He thought he was still cool and hot. As oh the yeah. Two, he right? thought he was as big as ever, but it really wasn't. He said, what did he say here? Uh, oh, okay. So the movie premiered December 16th, 74. It won three Academy Awards, best cinematography, best film editing, and best song that we, uh, we may never lose love again or whatever that song was. Oh God! It's um, not that one. It's not the house band, right? It's not I that. I think song, it's that lady it? singing in the middle of the thing. Oh isn't it? God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like stuff like that back then. Um, anyway, yeah, it it is, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's like the morning after from Poseidon Adventure. That was right. And that one actually did win. Oh, that's right. It did. It says it also was nominated for best picture, supporting actor for Fred Astaire, art direction, music from John Williams, and sound. Oh, I didn't know John Williams did it. Um, yeah, it made over a hundred million dollars in its domestic run alone. William Holden referred to the film as lousy. So no matter what happened, William Holden's just pissed. <laughs> it's like, ah, I hated it. My suit sucked. And I want to, I want to, I, I was old in it. I didn't I wanna, care for it. I want to hold for a moment on one of those nominations, best art direction for set decoration. Yeah. Because mm. what beat it? I would like to know what mm. the hell beats this yeah. for yeah. best art direction, set decoration. Like, this is this it was is, blazing saddles was it 1970 i don't know but the here's a few Let's of our say. films to choose from blazing Actually, saddles number tell one. You. Yeah. yeah brian you oh tell, tell us, us. Uh, you tell us. Uh, best art direction so here's here's what it was up against uh the island at the top of the world we all remember that film don't we oh, yeah. um earthquake another disaster film chinatown and the godfather part two the Award goes to Godfather. Yes, Godfather. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah, which yeah. I mean, that this isn't even this isn't even close. Like, yeah. uh, I, Godfather Part Two is a great film and everything, but like, yeah. why are you giving it that particular Oscar over this masterpiece? Like, I was really drawn by how they 
how to fake tower like, like just that alone mm-hmm. <laughs> you know wow yeah, i was, was so imp- convinced it was a lot more impressive than i expected it to be there were parts where i was like okay like the water pouring out it was clearly a miniature and all that stuff but there were there were times where i felt legitimate claustrophobic oh my gosh that smoke oh my gosh that fire we are cornered here and the only solution is to jump out that damn window like i had multiple yeah. moments like that and didn't expect to feel that way kind of thought no that and that stuff freaks me out yeah me too i don't yeah, like it yeah. at all it's, that was a good that was a good oh, play on fear so that was did everybody just recoil when looking down elevator shafts and plumbing shafts oh my gosh <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> the, the plumbing shaft was was mind-blowing to me because i knew that he was hanging above a painting there yeah. was no mm-hmm. doubt mm-hmm. in my mind but the painting was perfect mm-hmm. and it looks like an infinite void that he's in yeah yeah the stairwells too right looking down the stairwells and seeing the fire way down below yeah it was, there sure wasn't a lot of smoke for as much fire as there was uh though <laughs> only occasionally sometimes it would be so much smoke like holy yeah. crap yeah yeah well right then they'd fit, like do the fog machine with the really slow moving smoke and right yeah. team everybody's saying that's not fire smoke that's no. fog machine i actually smoke. have a question about that <clears throat> when uh the, especially the stuff with uh dude we don't like or they just mentioned that i don't like him uh, uh gregory sierra the dude that burned and fell through his room uh, Robert Wagner, Robert Wagner, like Robert Robert Wagner, Wagner. just fine. Yeah, that right. stuff right there. Uh, there, that felt like the most smoke in the movie. Like there was, they were really dealing with it. Do you? What do you think they're using there? Is that steam? Is that because they can't? They're not breathing. I all think that in, right? steam. Like no, I think fog machine. I think it's glycerin, yeah, right? Is okay. what they use. Okay. Yeah. I just, I it, it looked very legit to me, like real smoke, and did ne- never did I go. In fact, it was so legitimate looking that I started to question how does an actor work in that condition. And I realized, well, right. of course, it isn't real smoke, Scott. Duh. But it it was so thick, and it made me feel like those two were going to get, they were going to die. Yeah. Robert they Wagner, did, they they did a pre- that was a pretty good scene. I would hate to cut that scene because it was very effective, but it really didn't serve the story other than being well, a yeah, because they scene. both like you would have one of them. The 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 tradition is one of those two survives. And right, they were like, no, nope, not this time, not this time. And I kind of admire even that. worse, yeah. I yeah. kind of admire it. Even you, worse, they were like, they'll you've never even know we were here except for mm-hmm. Robert Wagner's tacky uh, bracelet. Yeah. That they find later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, uh, the watch, watch that, you, it. that you have, that you engrave your own name on? Yeah, yeah. I love me. Right. <laughs> I, I just think about that like, who? <laughs> yes, so, yes. I'm the people best. used to give. People used to g- have things that were engraved with their name because it was given to them as a gift. So, like, oh. the, he had gotten that watch as a groomsman's gift or for 10 years at a business or something like that. Okay. Which seems weird. Wouldn't you have it engraved with the person who gave you the gift or the Love. the groom that was getting married that gave them out yeah. as a groom's gift? No, I don't like a groom's name on my it's freaking like, watch. It's like having your uh, name sewn into your underwear, it feels like. <laughs> no, right? like that would be the right thing to do. Yeah, You actually do want that. To be the thing, well, you don't a- want this underwear to be someone else's who gave it to you. <laughs> uh, you you know, Cindy's underwear, underwear over here. You see Cindy's- yeah. What <laughs> they call the underwear Stupid in this? You said it in your intro, Dunaway. What was it? What was oh, it? Vul- vulgar. I have one hundred forty dollars worth of vulgar underwear yeah, over there. I was like, weird. no, I can't not leave. I can't leave that on the floor. Yeah, I that take was that with an me. odd. It happened yeah, and early 19, and easy to forget, but it was just a weird. 1973, man. 140 dollars then is worth like two thousand. I know. Good lord, that was a lot of vulgar underwear. It's a whole shelf at Frederick's of Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to figure out what was vulgar. Like during our time, it, you know, it was all about the French French cut bikini. But I'm like right. seventy four. Was that, that crotchless? 
<laughs> that's not underwear, Ibit. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. are you? You're not related to Faye Dunaway in any way, are you? No, you know. not not to my knowledge, other than name. But now, see, like we don't talk a lot about uh, actors that are named Johnson as last name because Johnson's a fairly common name, but Dunaway yeah. you don't see that very often. No, it'd be you like don't. having an Ibit or something. Right. Yeah, it would just be yeah. not that. Common. Yeah, if I ever saw an Ibit in a film, I'd lose my mind. I'm like, what? Right, right. There are more yeah. of him. I bet, bet she is related to you. Like, she's she's eighty. I'm years sure. Old. She was uh, born in in Florida. You know, like right. I'm sure lived a good part of her life not far from where you have lived your life. Right. As you know, I'm, the sure, South. I'm sure there's probably some uh, distance relationship, but yeah, mm-hmm. you guys are all related somehow down there, right? Isn't that the deal? Well, we got to be. I mean, there's always so many of us. <laughs> she just turned, and we can't stop inbreeding. Yeah, she just turned eighty. Yeah, I mean, if you go far enough back, aren't we all related? I mean, right. <laughs> too far. Yeah. She just turned it. Wait, she is 80. Wow. She just turned 80. Yeah. And uh, has ticking. apparently uh, completed work on a film called The American Connection. Oh. Oh. Is that a uh, flight? An American yeah. flight? Uh, or uh, probably not. Probably not about <laughs> connector. Probably not. She a has to, yeah, yeah. from one gate to another. <laughs> to, uh, it also starts Airlines Hub. Yeah. There's a bunch of other old people in this movie. Daryl, yeah. David Carradine, Michael Madsen. They're mm-hmm. all in this movie. Yeah. Do you see uh, uh, what? What? Michael Madsen's in this? Yeah, it's a small oh. role though, right? Like, is it super hidden? Um, okay. Hold on. Where is it? Michael yeah, Madsen. No, 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 no. Not Michael. Yeah, Madsen, I thought that Madsen. was like, oh my god, how is Dabney Coleman not like top build? He should be like at the top. Hold right. on a second, I didn't see Dabney Coleman. Where was he? Yeah. Near the, the, the fire. Near the end. Yeah, oh. you gotta go up there. It's one way trip. Well, this right. would have been I early. Can't, for I can't him. order you to go up there, but but uh, you have to volunteer for it. But I, we need you to right. go up. There. I feel like his ship didn't come in until the '80s, so that makes sense to me. It, yeah, it did for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But he had that same mustache. Like that mustache yeah. was front and center even back then. Oh, it was part of the. Package. Right, right in the middle of his face. Yeah. yeah, you didn't get to do it if you didn't. But like Can't Richard, anywhere, but Richard Chamberlain looking like a baby in this, and he's like a thousand yeah. now. Uh, he's still with us. Still, uh, see, born yeah. in thirty four, so whatever he is. What's your What's your Richard J- uh, Chamberlain? Uh, first thing you think of, Scott, well, when you think um, of Richard Chamberlain? I wrote in my notes right here, Brian. I'm glad you brought this up. This is my second note. Um, for, first of all, this is my first note. Even the young people in this have smoker face. This is my first wrote note. Yeah. My second well, note was, haven't seen face. Richard Chamberlain since he was peed on the back by a samurai. Yeah. So, there we go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I should have actually I should have actually uh typed it in chat and, and predicted what you're gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew you'd I, know. I can't get right. over how much my mom was in love with Richard Chamberlain. Oh, and yeah, sure. Thornbirds, baby. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I earlier than that, she uh she oh, really? had the VHS uh copy of Shogun. Yeah. And uh-huh. okay. uh, that was like two or three VHS tapes. That was and, huge. Uh, that was like my oh man. Yeah, it was we watched huge. I, as a as a kid, I remember watching my mom would watch Thornbirds. Like I watched Schitt's Creek. Like oh yeah, it was, it was nice. Really yeah, my mom too. I, there's Ollie. something about our moms in that generation that they they thought Richard Chamberlain was the end all be all of men. Yeah. He was just it. Only thing yeah. I ever the only thing he were only thing he triggers in my head is Quartermain. So I mean, Alan yeah. yeah, Alan mm-hmm. Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold, 1986. We got to watch it for film sack. I mm-hmm. I have a weird love. For that stupid movie, it's, I don't think I've seen it. We should see it. That well, feels yeah, like King Solomon's Mine followed up with that. It was such a st- oh god, I felt so dirty. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I felt so right. Dirty like you were it. watching a you were watching a trauma version of Raiders right. of the Lost Ark. How yeah. did you How did you steal this? Oh, yeah. I hate you so much. I'm like, oh, but I want to watch more. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I've uh, I've heard that about that before, and I've just never I've never seen it. I James didn't realize Earl it was Jones, Sharon Stone. In the seventies, though, uh, uh, what's who were we talking about? Um, uh, Richard, Richard Chamberlain. Yeah, uh, he made he made all of the Alexandre Dumas movies. <laughs> they, they kept having a new movie every year that was the Three Musketeers, and then yes. uh, the Monte Cristo, and then another <laughs> the Four Musketeers, and then he made a movie uh, out of the Man in the Iron Mask that was a TV movie. It was like Richard Chamberlain was the TV movie uh, stud oh, yeah. for wow. all this time. Yeah. And but, I had no idea that he was our first Jason Bourne. What? Oh, I didn't know yes. that. There was a 1988 made-for-TV movie, oh, The Bourne Identity, and yep. he played Jason Bourne. Shut yeah. up. It was apparently only two episodes. <laughs> I didn't know those out. books were that old. I, I thought those books were newer. Why did I? I thought so, too. That's yeah. weird. Okay, I don't like that. That's a terrible piece of trivia. Yeah. I forget. Oh, I it. And it, was also, it was also super true to the books. Like, uh, right. he, was, he wasn't a, you know, like, parkour master you know like he would jason Bourne would be uh, under uh, matt damon like uh, richard chamberlain was just like he was just james bond he's got a great smile he just flashed that smile and it would just be time to go to town oh i, I don't know if you guys know this but he uh he teamed up with one of his uh acting partners here in uh from from this movie the tower inferno later on during the 80s he uh he hooked up with a uh the corded phone and uh, something called murder by phone. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Finally, that corded phone got more, more screen time. Cause, uh, woo, that thing. <laughs> you forget how phone. long, right. We forget how long corded phones used yeah. to be and how oh. weird it looks. The world's largest phone booth. Like everybody yeah. is constantly going to telephones. Yeah. Movie. It's, it's, it's boring. They were, by that. <laughs> they were using phones the way we use cell phones in this movie. Somehow they were really, yeah, they, were. Yeah. they were, they were, every wall really had a really whole lot on. on there's, you just grab, there it. was a couple of things that were like used over and over again. There were phones. They must've been like 20 helicopters in this film. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many elevators, but I did not like taking the scenic elevator. That was the worst. Ugh. Can we uh, talk about the magical helicopter, by the way? Yeah, give it to us. Oh, which one? The one that is able to get super close enough to the building to uh, to descend uh, Steve McQueen on top of a uh, right. an elevator, scenic elevator, but not have the blades of it, the helicopter actually right. crash into the building like they would. Unlike the, unlike the first one that did crash into the building and just made <laughs> right. it worse. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There was a lot yeah. of that going Amazing. on with those helicopters. Amazing stunt! Like I went back and rewatched that and, and paused a lot. You have these. You have a shot of two women in party dresses and cocktail dresses walking out onto a ledge on a balcony, and then you have the helicopter come down and explode. And those women are right in front of it. And the way they composited that shot, and they also used stunt dudes. It was it was two skinny dudes dresses with wigs on. <laughs> yeah, they have stunt guys and said before that stunt dudes. Yeah, <laughs> the way that shot looked, if if you watch it just flat out in mm-hmm. regular time, it looks like two women get exploded right in front of a yeah helicopter. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, uh, by the way, okay. Clear this up for me. The mom did the mom of the of the girl the deaf mom die? I don't remember what happened to her. Did she die? I, you know, I was trying to I was trying to remember because so much was happening because some of the people they just like they just threw away. It's like it's like oh we're just gonna get rid of Robert Vaughn. He's like ah and he falls away. I'm like what? Yeah, well that's why I'm trying the senator. to senator. We can't just kill him. Yeah, that's why I'm trying this to movie. get a, 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 a who's who's our best chick in the bucket because like Robert Vaughn's character. I don't have other we questions. We saw him, him, but oh my God, they just like said whatever. Yeah. 
this, you know, this movie, you really need a matrix of who lives and who dies because it's it's like the top five best highest build actors all live, but right. beyond that, you probably died. Yeah, you probably right. died. You probably are out of there. And uh, sorry, Robert Vaughn, but you're not as cool but as you're you right. Know, these other I guys. was trying to remember what happened to the to the deaf uh, to the deaf lady. I was trying because that was the mom. Yeah, and they, they went and rescued the kids. Was she were was right? The mom wasn't in and there. And I'm sure they showed on screen where she died. And I probably was just like, I don't know who that is. And she probably just died. I mean, they should have had her like signing, oh no, or something. So well, I was oh, okay. the deaf lady. Well, then she gets <laughs> kind of grab a bucket. She's you know? checking the bucket this week because I could. I, she just right. disappeared, and the kids. What about O.J. Like, Simpson? Oh yeah, he came the up ju- at the, the end because he had a loose. cat. He had a cat, remember? Right, the juice was loose all over the place. After that, where'd he go? I uh, want to. Know, I need to know where he's at at all times. Well, famed, <laughs> fam, famed murderer. Did anybody James, have eyes on OJ? Yeah. Anybody have eyes on OJ? Or, Orenthal James Simpson, famed murderer and ti- uh, tiny bit actor and football player. Yeah, he. This was like one of his first little bits of business. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. It was okay, I guess. Right. I mean, no. I mean, it was his job to look at those. Uh, that panel of a thousand lights and yep. figure out what was going on. Yep. Right. <laughs> now you there said fame, you said fame to murder, but he never, he was never officially like uh charged with, no, he, he did it though. Murder. He was he never prosecuted it. for murder. No, he did it. No, he okay. got prosecuted. But, but that's he fine. But that's fine. You, you could, but, but he as far as, murderer, then you got to explain who did it. Yeah, the guy yeah. is clearly the murderer. And, yeah. and <laughs> he, the guy, hundred percent did it. I just can't, I can't get over how, how OJ's career arc looks like because before this right he is the most famous athlete in the world and to to maybe okay maybe uh uh muhammad ali uh, oh yeah but, there you go oj like he he all he had to do was just sign checks yeah. he's just gonna make money not like nothing but he he they find out he can't really act so they put him they put him in naked gun movies he making uh, money he, fist. he was actually funny in the naked gun movies mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. everything yeah. would happen to him it'd be the you know the pratfall and then he'd land on a bear trap and then he'd get up from the bear trap and step on a rake and hit him in the face <laughs> and stuff like that it was you know I just want to say to anybody out there who's listening, if you find an easy way to make a lot of money, just be cool. Just chill out. <laughs> be cool. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your mm-hmm. life as a rich, famous person. Don't, right. Don't go killing people. Well, it's almost like... That's good advice. Don't go killing people. It's a good advice. Yeah, that's good advice. But it's almost like money isn't everything. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, Absolutely. something's missing in that dude's life, and uh, it got effed up. All beyond it all went downhill after you tripped over that uh that luggage in the airport. After yeah, that that was your trouble right there. Recovered. Yeah. When no one ever checked him after that. They should have. They're like, yeah. Hey, well, are you all right? No, I don't feel very good after tripping over that luggage. Well, it's okay. We'll just not worry about it. Why well, I used to get so I used to get actually pretty excited about that commercial. I mean, I like commercials for the most part, except for the local commercials, which get on my nerves. And I don't like the commercials who are always trying to scare you into something. But a good commercial this this trying to sell me something that is exciting or fun, I am down every time. And it's one of the great things about the Super Bowl every year is because we got tons of money they can pour into feel-good commercials. Yeah. And uh, I used to love it when OJ would be running through the airport and he would hurdle over uh, over the luggage. That was that commercial, right? Yeah. I am remembering that correctly. Yes. Oh, yeah. As I get older, sometimes the question. Samsonite or, or no, it was Hertz or it was a rental car, it was Hertz. right? Rental that was car, it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. 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 And uh, I used to love seeing that. I would just like stop. It's like I'd be doing stuff. It's like stop. Oh, here he comes. Wait, didn't he also do luggage? Oh, it. it was a luggage thing for a while. Or do I have that? 
I think I've done that. Uh, who knows? Doing. I think I've you're probably confusing it because yeah, I've conflated them. That luggage. Yeah, right around the same time there was a gorilla in a cage smashing Samsonite. Yeah, but I don't think I'm confusing it with the gorilla. With I don't, don't do think that's it. what I'm doing. I'm no, like, I know we're right. not confusing it. Right. No, but we're not going there. Around the same time, there was a popular commercial of a gorilla destroying luggage. Yeah, but wasn't it? But also, that Hertz thing features him like throwing luggage just barely over the line to get into his flight on time or something it, like that. It seems like that. Yeah. That's I why I, that's why I mix it up. Acrobats with luggage. That, that was hurts. Yeah. You're going to be able to drop your car off right at the gate and it's going to get you there faster. Right. And uh, his second biggest, I just looked this up. His second biggest advertisement deal was with uh, Dingo Boots. Oh, do you remember weird. this at all? No. Not Is at that all. Australian? Yeah, it was Dingo Australian. Boots. And like, <laughs> There are tons of, of different uh, ads with him wearing these beautiful boots. Oh, those are nice. The dingo. dingo boots ate your baby. Look at those. <laughs> 1969. I don't remember that. Oh, so it's earlier than all this. Okay. So maybe one of his early yeah, things. And then of, course, uh, of course, his deal to advertise the Ford Bronco fell through really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that white Bronco, man. Whew, that's so This goes nice. really slow is the problem. I yeah. need eyes on him now. Where's he at? Yeah. <laughs> That was a weird time, but uh, but yeah, he's in this, and it's not a giant role. It's pretty small. No. Um, in fact, it's like he did early the thing that he did the. Oh, go ahead. He he did the thing. Does anybody do anymore? Uh, he he turned the flashlight on and had it pointed at his hand to make sure that it was on. Do it. Does anybody do that? Uh, anymore? Oh I mean, yes, right, right. I mean, the flashlight is my phone, and let's face it, the entire control system for this building. Is would now be an app. Yeah, it'd be an app. Right. Right. app. <laughs> right. right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um. He, but he's so he shows up early with all his dumb buttons. Then he shows up midway trying to save somebody, and then at the end he brings yeah. the cat back. It's an odd thing for your yeah. job for your first big film job. You know, it's like right. hey OJ, right. here's mm-hmm. your job. You you are you're our only three act character. <laughs> so the the only other uh, great actor for me for me small time big actor is going to be. Gregory Sierra. I mostly remember him from uh, Sanford and Son. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Love that but uh, he plays the bartender here in this yeah. movie. And he has Another one of the most. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, I, I was trying to think, I wonder what the easiest death scenes are for these people to film. Because, you know, lots of things require like gunshots. You get squibs going off on actors and things. I think just giving an actor a mouthful of something bloody looking and spitting oh. it out and indicating yeah. internal damage. Is probably maybe one of the easiest ones to do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what he does. Just goes. Was that was that him that died that way? Blood. I can't remember who died. Yeah, he got he got slammed and he said, "Oh no, the twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was an early. Yeah, he death. was also uh, Barney Miller. We remember him from, yeah, but Barney also Miller's he was El Puerco on soap, and that's what my, that's yes. my connection <laughs> to El Puerco. Brian has so that. many so many things come Soaps. back to soap for you. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah soap, soap and yeah. moonlighting are the. That was your sexual awakening with soap. Yeah. <laughs> woke up. I did have a thing for Corentine. I'll, I'll admit yeah. it. Hey, yeah. what was the weird? So the, I made a note here that says Robert Vaughn looks like Ted Cruz, but forget about that for a second. Uh, what was the Robert Vaughn movie? <laughs> I can't. What was the Robert Vaughn movie we saw that was so weird where he was in a spaceship or something and 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 lived in a oh, cave? Oh yeah, and, yeah. He uh, was uh, he was he was the uh, he was the the bounty hunter. Uh, he was, yes. Oh. Just right. this past year. What was that we, called? We watched it. it was yeah, the, um, like Battle Space. Beyond the Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh, Battle Beyond, Beyond the, the Stars. Stars. I think it was. That's yeah. It. That's yeah. it. Okay. I, I I struggled yesterday to remember this, and now you've cleared it up. Now I yes. and I looked all through his IMDb and I couldn't find it. But 
That also, guy looks like also on the A team a lot, by yeah. the way. Oh yeah, that guy. Well, uh, yeah, like they every... never let him in the they never let him in the in the van, but he was all he was like I think he, if I remember correctly, he was all over eighties, seventies, and eighties. Yes, television one appearance, you know, one or two appearances, kind of thing. If you needed somebody not to smile, here he was. <laughs> right. He looks so official, this whole movie. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, yes. Like, they could have cast him as the president of the United States. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's probably done Except that. So even when he was falling, he still had that Robert Vaughn look on his face like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, he's got. Uh, known as the man from Uncle, though. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's one, of those, point. one of those dudes that I feel like I, I saw him equally in TV things and movie things. And that's yes. unusual yeah. because we're talking about a time where TV is a little bit shunned. Like if you were on TV, you were Battle of the Network Stars level, and if you were yeah. in film, you were cool, and never the Twain shall meet. Or if they did, it meant you were struggling and you had to dip down into TV to get any work or whatever. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. Now it's like prestige to have you know uh, something totally like is. whatever, like yeah, Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier, which just happened this weekend. Uh, Thirty, forty years ago, that would have been seen as like a step down. Like, oh, you're going yeah, from right, movies yeah. to TV. Not anymore. We figured it out. I guess. I don't know. It's all yeah. Big, one That's big because there's so much money coming into Netflix. They can, you know, and Disney Plus and everything else. They can afford these mm-hmm. top tier actors. Yeah. Okay. So what is the what is the middle aged actor who toiled in not being uh, huge in movies, but then found their huge success in TV? And is it the Breaking Bad guy? Oh, um, <laughs> Frank Cranston. Well, uh, he didn't do much in movies. He's always kind of been TV, though, right? I mean, yeah. he has yeah. had a couple of opportunities at the big screen, but I mean, he's pretty yeah. much TV okay, guy, so, right? So I'm looking for the Brian Cranston of movies to TV prestige television. Um, hmm. uh, oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just watched a whole bunch of Mandy Patinkin, and then later. Uh, Dude who wants the monies from Homer. I can't think of his name. Um, oh, uh, Joe Mantegna. Joe Mantegna. Taxes. Mandy Patinkin was a pretty big deal on ER, right? Yeah. No. Uh, ER. The other one. The other one. Chicago uh, Hope. Not St. Elsewhere. Chicago, Chicago Hope. Hope. Yeah. And he, anyway, he's on, he's Criminal Minds as him. And then he left for a while. I think he's back. Uh, my wife's yeah. watching Criminal Minds. I do not really like that show, but she likes it. Don Cheadle's I, a good one. Like he, you know, oh, that's a really good one. Don Cheadle. He uh, is doing that. What Billions or Black Monday or something for Showtime? Right. Um, oh, but, what's that but called? Certainly uh, yeah. a big time movie star. Yeah, I mean, like Oscar. Like, I, it feels like it's everyone now. Like I don't yeah. feel like there's any. Yeah. It's not you unusual anymore. It's it's everybody's got mm-hmm. a project and they're all jumping back and forth and. And I'm here for it. I'm. I think that's great. Like mm-hmm. le, the two mediums are so not this, so not that different. So, and it wouldn't. Great. It just wouldn't surprise you anymore. With with a couple of exceptions, like if Tom Cruise was suddenly going to be on a TV series, that would be a surprise. Yeah. But like for the most part, if I just said like The Rock or Denzel Washington or whatever, you'd be like, Yeah, I get it. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what people do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the in the case of usually it used to be the graduating up. So the Denzel Washingtons of the world start on St. Elsewhere find success and then boom catapult it into Hollywood. These days it's just real flexible. It's like, come on back, right, yeah. go back out, come on back, direct your own movie. Do then come to a series Kevin on Netflix? Bacon did that, right? Yeah. Bacon did it. Everybody does it. I think that's bacon great. Did it. Like bacon I said, did it. Bacon did it. I prefer, <laughs> I prefer a world where, where those lines are blurred and there's no, it's not some weird. No, you club. like blurred lines, do you? Yeah. Blurred lines. <laughs> 
However that goes. Uh, all right. I, uh, <laughs> that's, that's exactly how blurred lines go. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote in here, uh, it's like your baby shark when you sing that. It's a little bit like that. Um, right, right. It's perfect. <laughs> I wrote here, everything, ex- shark, everything exciting in the 70s took way too long to get going. I still, I still it believe is. it. This movie yeah. is the epitome of this. And I'm not saying that the buildup isn't worth it or there isn't a payoff at the end, but you right. didn't have to take I, so long. You know, I have a hard time with this because um as just a movie lover i really don't mind a movie taking his time and dragging his feet as a film reviewer as we are here on on the film sack somewhat it's yeah. disappointing it's like ah crap get to it yeah yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. it's but, not uh, like just a, a movie goer yeah go yeah. ahead yeah if i i mean yeah. i never saw this when i was like, had have been three or four years old and this came out but um, and I think I saw it once on TV and my, and literally my only memory of this movie is that OJ Simpson's in it. That's it. Like that's right. all I remembered. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember any of the main character. Steve McQueen, total surprise to rem- to be reminded he was in it. Total surprise that, uh, any of these people are in it. But, right. uh, what I remember seeing when I was younger, when I saw it on TV is very different. Like I just remember a lot of fire and OJ Simpson. That's it. That's yeah. a weird thing. I don't remember that at all. I remember there being a lot of uh, people on a boat. And uh, the boat sinking. And I'm like, that oh yeah, let's right. talk about that. Why do you confuse this <laughs> yeah. with uh, Poseidon Adventure? What's your deal there? What's going I, on? I think I think it's because of the stupid water down scene in this film. This later on, I think for some reason I, I only remember that scene uh, well, because it's one of the biggest scenes in the film, and I get confused. It's also the same path, right? I mean, with the Poseidon Adventure, it's like, all right, we've got all these different groups all trying to get something done. We're going to cut back and forth between them. These guys have to kind of tunnel through and go through a a really uh, sketchy uh, staircase to get to where they need to go. These guys over here need to dangle people on a a swing chair, which, uh, by the way, is the ride that you go on. At the Rio <laughs> Hotel in Las Vegas, between the two towers, it's like no, the same kind of, of metal chair that you go on between those two towers. Is that too true? You like you're, ah, have you done that? Bullied. Exactly. No, I've never done that. I would. I would have no problem with doing it. It's just. It's just inconvenient to go I would to have Rio a, Hotel. I would have a, I would have a big problem with doing that, but also I think there's a there's at least one actor and actress. I think I was trying. I meant to go back and look, but it seems like there was a cameo of actors and actresses that actually appeared in both films that was a nod uh, to that. I don't know if it was a nod, but it was certainly there. And I think that's one of the things that confused me as well. Oh, uh, well, I, I don't blame you. Trivia, like, there are, there's a whole right. generation of people who have the deep impact Armageddon problem. Right. Um, or whatever movie, right. you know, twin movie came out. And there'll be plenty more for us, I'm sure, in the future, because we're going to watch a lot of garbage Absolutely. between now and the time we die. Uh, they so. want, always want to make double garbage. <laughs> Double yeah, double you know, garbage. I've never yeah. seen this movie because I just thought of it as old and uninteresting. Mm. And I'm so glad we watched <laughs> it because it's awesome. Like the movie yeah. is really big mm-hmm. uh, for for all of the fact that it's completely confined to one building. You know, like yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Die Hard was too, and that's a big movie. Yeah. It just like I'm I'm really glad we watched it, and I I kind of wish I had seen it before in my movie and, history you know yeah and the love making they make to firefighters i mean they romanticize firefighters like <laughs> i don't think you'd seen in film up until that point there was even a big dedication to them and i thought that was well loads was of amazing. all those dudes all those extras were actual firefighters which is cool 
Right. Um, yeah. yeah. They they did seem to want to take some of that stuff pretty seriously, other than the water tower crap, which is so dumb. Freaking do that in the first place, and then your fires. <laughs> Come on, man. They were they were putting uh, plastic explosives up there, and they actually even put it in places that I thought made logical sense. I mean, they you know they put it on the bolts and everything. I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. looks like somebody put some thought into what. But the way doing. that those things broke, like uh, like nobody chunks- was. Yeah. Right, just chunks taken out. I'm like, <laughs> that. That was. I blame that all on the people who were responsible. Like, if we had ILM during this time, right, right. it would have been totally different. But all those shots were, you know, filmed with miniatures, and you know, uh-huh. it's like they get the shot list, and they're like, okay, I don't even know if there's a director there. They just say, here, we need these shot list, and it's like, here you go, and yeah, and, uh, it was kind of, it was kind of crap. Like, especially when the water was coming down and the fire was getting extinguished. It didn't look like the fire was getting extinguished because there was no smoke. It would just like looks like somebody turned down the gas flame. Turned down the bit. fire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, the meat's burning. Turn it down. Right. <laughs> well, and on the other hand, there were just tons and tons of shots of firefighters being ineffective. Like they were right. just pouring right. water out of Lord. hoses, and the fire's raging, and they're just like so much water. How is this fire still going? Yeah, like, right. just, that's, that's how we're gonna fight this thing. We're just gonna do nothing. Now you're gonna. Let me play this. Where is it? Right here. Hold on. Here we go. Gross. What did I find gross? Because I'm, oh, I'm going to give you a hint because it's going to take you forever. Otherwise, it's a very general. Yeah, they thing. don't. Wait, we don't. We didn't do uh, gross things as much in old films like this. I don't think. Um, but I've got to go with um, the flop sweat. It had to be the flop sweat that grossed you out, right? Any uh, anytime there's no, that didn't bother me because again, no. like Paul Newman's just a great looking, even when he's sweaty. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a real thing with Paul Newman. I don't know what it is. That dude just oh yeah. <laughs> well, look, we haven't talked about how great Clearly. Paul. We haven't talked about how great Paul Newman is on the surface. He started giving away his gifts back in the eighties, his dressing. Uh, and then started selling it and gives a hundred percent or did they still do 100% no, they of the still proceeds do. they still do yeah, they still do it. on the surface Paul Newman is an amazing you know no he's uh, a good he's a good dude his his philanthropy yeah. was legit he was he was a relatively uh you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for there weren't, there weren't a bunch of shocking scandals around that dude he just sort of got yeah. work done and and he know. looks good from here. I can't say. Yeah, yes. who knows? Uh, his his but... job is to wear a, a tan leather jacket so that we can tell him apart from everyone else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a patch on the back that says Newman. Yeah, we're Newman. Newman's, Newman's own Newman. jacket. Yeah. This is Newman's own. But um, Newman's own jacket. But yeah, like uh, none of that bothered me. I'll tell you what. It was. You're never going to get it. For me, it was just the general decor. I hate that place. Oh yeah. Oh that, yeah. The, those popcorn. Oh. Oh, walls and, stuff walls and, yeah. and green shag carpet and freaking <laughs> did we not yellow did drapes. we not uh, oh, blah, blah. right did, did we not know stop drop and roll at that point in time because they no, had all those nobody, ugly nobody knew those. Yeah. <laughs> well if they did they didn't was that know later i don't know what that was yeah. well no when did we because when, they would just like burn i wonder if there's a there's probably some history on that we could find but but well, yeah. I mean, it was such. It seemed like such new information for me when I was a kid. I was, but I was like, I just assumed it been around forever. Yeah. But uh, that those ugly looking, you can definitely smother somebody with those nasty polyester. <laughs> those drapes they have pulled oh. down, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they were so bad. They looked like pee. Yeah. They just pee colored. Everything yeah. was bad. Yeah, and I yeah. and I and I just could never quite. I don't mind hairstyles, colors. I can sort of get around. Um. But there's something about the building decor, and we're supposed to feel like, 
ooh, the latest and greatest and yeah, best and in. whatever. <laughs> yeah. And instead you're like, no, this sucks. We are very close to realizing how bad this looks. And you're going to be re- – I felt like telling those people, you know what? Better let it burn down because y'all are going to have to redo all of it. Oh, all of it's going to come up again. It's going to cost you billions to redo this stuff in about 15 years. So just let it costumes burn. costumes have really held up. Yeah. Like everything, the clothes yeah. that everybody's yeah. wearing, yeah. it's like you could totally get away with wearing any of that today. Yeah, that stuff's bad. And most of the uh, – and most of the chauvinism stood up okay. It didn't. Uh, it didn't come across. I'm serious. Yeah, chauvinism I mean, this, held up really well. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. It could have been much worse. Yeah. It could I have mean, been worse. it was just you know. It would have been much worse. But I did cringe when what's his name uh, approaches his two secretaries. You have to have two. Yeah. 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 And two it's secretaries. Like, uh, uh, you know, secretary number two, you can go home. Secretary number one, I need you to stay and take a <laughs> write a letter and mail it for me. Like I can, I can't. I couldn't be. I'm a man. Who writes? What man yeah, writes? No man writes his letter. own letters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I knew something had to be up there when that happened. And then the way we were looking at each other, I went, "Oh, we're doing this, are we? Right. Okay. Oh, oh, we're doing the secretary thing. Okay. Is this new idea in seventy four? I don't know. Do you guys yeah, think he killed his wife? What's her name on the? <laughs> Natalie Wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christopher Walken. It was Christopher Walken. (laughs) Christopher Walken did it. Because he was there, right? (laughs) Wasn't he there? He was there. Yeah. I don't don't know if Robert Wagner was there. Natalie Wood was one of the many also considered for this movie uh, uh, people named in the trivia. There's, Mm. there's, it may as well just be anybody who was alive in in 1972. Because, yeah. I mean, it was was a large set you had to fill. I mean, that was a lot of people. And, oh yeah, uh, that's probably the reason. That's one of the reasons why this film is so long, and uh, and it's it's fine. It really is. But there was just so many characters they introduced, and so many people and backstories. Like I love the whole son-in-law uh, gambit. Uh, yeah, they were running. Mm-hmm. I that, sure do that hate. Was fun. I sure do love hate that character. What a dick! Oh, like yeah. just the biggest Simmons. dick. Just a dick. Oh my gosh! And you knew it yeah, the Richard minute Chamberlain you saw him. That so well. He played. That's he also thing. hit his accent real well. I want just real quick yeah. props to Richard Chamberlain, British born. He he sounded yeah. not English, and I always appreciate when mm-hmm. someone can pull that off well. So, mm-hmm. well done, good job. And that house good he lived job. in in San Francisco is probably if you put it on the market today, that thing's like twelve and a half million dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was nice. Back then, it was probably what sixty grand. More more money. Uh, freaking yeah. The seven. I want the seventies back just for so I could just put my current bank account on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Buy some property. Uh, right. Yeah. Then take it away again. That's fine. But let me do all that then, and then come back to the future and let me benefit from my investment. Every time you have that thought, whenever you think, "Ah, oh, I wish I could go back in time and invest," you are now, right now, back in time. Invest right now. Yeah, it's a good point. Except, well, whatever. Don't do it in housing right now. It's a freaking nightmare. Oh yeah, that's crazy. But like, uh, I totally understand why so many people have sunk, you know, a few hundred, few thousand dollars into different cryptocurrencies. Like, of course you you have to take right. a chance. Yeah. Right. I tried to, well, whatever. I experimented a little bit last week with that NFT stuff. Uh, the non fungible oh. token thing for artists and right. stuff. And, um, boy, there's some, <laughs> there's some dark Gangies. shit in that. Yeah. There's some weird yeah. shit going on. I don't, I don't know. I I haven't you know I haven't pulled any triggers on any on anything, but I have got a couple of horror stories from a couple of um, artists right. who did some stuff I, through there that got screwed. Uh, I believe it. I I was out thousands on of dollars screwed. Bit, so it's pretty bad. Yeah, I was out on Bitcoin and that kind of stuff when I found out. Oh, you might have to keep a to to really do it right. You got to keep a paper ledger. I'm like, forget that. Oh, geez, really? 
Wait, you yeah. do? Why do you have to keep a paper Bump ledger? That. Is that true? I didn't know. Uh, it's just yeah, just to 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 ensure that if anything happens to the to the chain. I mean, I I, I didn't understand all of it, but I started getting into it. I, I watched like about it felt like six hours worth of it. It was on like an hour uh, YouTube yeah. video on that, and I was like, yeah, this is too much trouble. We are about we are going to get some emails, and that's fine because we you know we. Oh, I'm learn. sure we are because we got it. I'm sure we totally got it wrong. And that's fine. I'm yeah, sure people I, I, are passionate about this. Send it in because I'm all about learning. But uh, it's a, right. it's an odd place. And that NFT thing is a real weird new wrinkle in it yeah. that I cannot quite get my head around. But And on the but other hand, I watched, I watched somebody put some art up there. I, I watched the concept artist put some art up there. And he made $54,000 US once he converted the currency back on yeah. a digital piece of art that you can copy a million times and he just has the rights to say that he owns one, yeah. you know, the digital version, but he doesn't actually really own it. He can't control it. It's so weird. It's weird, you guys. Yeah, it's always it's always like that. The people who get on the ground floor make lots of money. Everybody else gets screwed. Kind of, yeah. I feel like that's yeah, where it's going. It's just how it is. That's fun. We got yeah. to talk about NFT on the show. That's great. All right. Uh, would you guys? Okay. Question for the team here. Would you rather? Here, I gotta play a. Uh, <laughs> would you rather? Here, here's our would you rather. Here's our theme. Right. <laughs> here's our theme for Clearly. would you rather. Okay. All right, there you go. Would you rather huh. die by fire or smoke inhalation? Which would you prefer? Oh, jeez. Oh, absolutely, yeah, smoke, smoke inhalation. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. you just slowly choke out. That's much better than burning to death. <laughs> burning. <laughs> yeah. All right, so one is less painful for sure, um, one would think, anyway. Right. All right, I think I'd say that, too. That's probably not a very good question. Yeah. Like yeah I'd, I'd like to die in my bed like uh, Miss Blake Light, uh, Susan. No, not Blakely. Who was it? The other lady. Uh, I saw her. Uh, she look, She looks like a little firebrand now, a little, little short, little blonde or white-haired, screaming little mad lady. You got to see her. She's. <laughs> she looks like somebody. I went in a bad <laughs> She looks like somebody that was forced to kiss... Uh, uh, to kiss Robert Wagner and didn't want to. There she is, Susan. F- <laughs> Susan Flannery. She, that, she just uh, looks like uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Jo- what was it? Jennifer, Jennifer Jones. Jones. Is yeah, oh, Jennifer is it? Jones oh, I have the, the wrong lady yeah. then. I thought it was Lori. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have a totally uh, different no, lady. Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was already a older lady, wasn't she? Like one of the old. No, ladies? you guys have this wrong. Kind of a, so the girlfriend yeah, Jones the, was was uh. uh Fred Astaire's Yeah, that's girl. Fred Astaire's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, Lori, oh, the character, yeah. okay. the so character Lori, the blonde with the with her panty showing. Uh, that's Susan Flannery, and she looks like she could kill you now. Did, that's what I'm saying. I thought she was wearing those <laughs> f- those full bodysuit. <laughs> she was wearing the control top pantyhose. Control tops. Yeah, that's what oh. I thought too. Yeah. Well, when she went out the window, you could tell she was also wearing a bunch of fire fake shit because that looked right. right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't her. But yes, when she went out the window, the person who was out the window was wearing that fake fire shit. Yeah, you could see it. It was like all thick and rumply. And by the way, Newman's son, who is uh, what, what was he? Rookie. Was that who that was? I think what? that was. Was that Newman? Yeah, yeah. Newman's had. Uh, oh, Newman Newman's had actual his son. With, son. Yeah. yeah, his actual oh, son. Paul I think Newman. was, was I think in this. I think he was the rookie, right? Yes. I thought you right. meant Seinfeld Newman. I didn't know you were. No, talking Newman. About. <laughs> I'm like, wait, Wayne Knight's son is in this? Like, no, and when backwards. and when uh, Steve McQueen was showing his upper body strength, holding on to a. Uh, Newman, little Newman, uh-huh. I think, uh, dangling yeah. off the uh, man. Yeah. Really? I'm just thinking, okay, that guy's going over, and he's like, every time right. his arm slips out, it's flailing. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. I didn't know. Take that. out a window and lower him into the into the basket. Why didn't we they take to... that? Why didn't they just run that elevator, the helicopter, run that elevator back and forth up to the promenade floor and take twelve people at a time down? Yeah, why not? The hell was that about? Uh all right. such thing. It uh, such thing. I did want to say that the, the 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 best thing I could say about the movie is it succeeded real good at being hard real to good. watch and cla- <laughs> claustrophobic. It just felt really freaky oh, to yeah. me. Yeah. Didn't expect yeah. it. I thought I would blow all that off because this is old and these are old techniques and the actors are ancient. No big deal. And I can't take it seriously because of how old I am it is. Having a, I am having a real uh, revisit with older films for, uh, personally. I've been going back and watching a lot of older stuff I never saw that came out. When I say older films, I mean things that were released before I was born. Right. And yeah. uh, and I've been watching a lot of that and just going, wow. It's, it's so, it's, it feels even more foreign now that we've lived through the age of COVID. Because I'm like, what are these people doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so it even feels even more foreign. Do you, do you guys? Yeah, uh, that's why I like when we would do these occasional 70s films right. that were yeah. regarded as classics. Do you guys ever do... Um, or is anyone here seen that Butterbum movie? I can't think of the real name of it. Uh, Butterbum the one movie? Where, the one where... Um, uh, more. What's his name? Puts butter... Uses butter and then does the bum. What's it, what's that called? Oh, about, you're talking about Brando. No, yeah, Brando. About, um, oh, uh, when he does Paris, actual butt sex in, or whatever it was. Yeah, butter butt in Texas or what's it called? But last uh, France. Tango in Paris. Last Tango no. in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Last okay, Tango in Paris. Oh, that is so funny. God. How we got? The, how did we get there? Okay. That the reason so I'm bringing that up. Serious. The reason I'm bringing that up is that, that movie's one the, of those like infamous movies you hear about your whole life. I've never seen yeah. it, and yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. curious. I'm, I'm like, there's been a bunch of recent talk about how, yeah, I really did that, and it, it basically, you know, is committing rape. And then others have said, no, no, that was all part of the thing. It's just the mystique of the movie, and. Everybody was in on it and blah, blah, blah. Like all of those controversies or whatever. And I've never seen it. So like there was a movie that came yeah. out before I was born and I have no idea yeah. if that's something I should want to watch or not. Probably not. Right. Cause there's butter, but no, you should watch it. You should watch it. Yeah. I mean, that scene, that scene is wow. But yeah, he did, get a, he did get a best uh, actor uh, nomination for that too. Oh, did he? Right. Did he not go yep. like yeah. he does where he doesn't go? Like he'll, Right. Uh, he probably didn't like where he did for uh, The Godfather. He sent up uh, Sashin Littlefeather up to accept right. his award. That's yeah. that was right. amazing. If you're not familiar with that, people, you need to go look that up. Marlon Brando. I just need, uh, to, I just need to stop a second and re- recognize that just when I think like we're years past Peak Johnson, we get <laughs> Butter Bum in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that Paris, came from. Texas. It wasn't Paris, Texas. You know, Texas. that's what I was thinking was Paris, Texas, actually. That's where right. I, why I said Texas. Yeah. But yeah, I can never remember the name of the damn the damn movie, just that there was butter involved. That's all I know. There's there's Marlon Brando, a bunch of butter, and a the bum. Butter bum. The butter bum cut. Yeah, the butter bum cut. Yeah. <laughs> look for it on hbo max four and a half hours coming soon uh, uh real quick side note anyone see that yet the snyder deal has anyone had four hours i did i did, I did really? watch wow. it yes and like i was saying earlier if i'm not watching it for review i love long form movies i mean it, it doesn't even feel weird because shoot i mean let's face it we binge stuff all the time i've sat down and watched more than four hours oh of, yeah. yeah you know entertainment Plenty sure. of times in the last year, so it it didn't it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, now, the length is not the problem. Uh, every, literally everything else is the problem. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. I I enjoyed the Snyder cut. Now, some of the things it did sometimes feel like, especially towards the end, in that uh, in the post scene, just like 
Uh, I feel like he didn't get all the shots he wanted for this, but he had enough that he wanted to kind of piece together something. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. Well, my, I thought it was, my, it was my, far so superior what to I, the other. Yeah, that's what I Whedon. keep hearing is it's a whole lot better than the, the Whedon right. tweaked one or whatever. And that uh, yeah. it's, you know, this still is not a great movie, but it's better than it was and maybe up there with DC movies. But um, I didn't see I the theatrical, it. so I don't know what to compare it to. I never did see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you did. Did you see the? You'd seen the Snyder cut? Right? No, I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, go I haven't yet, though. I don't want to. Yeah. Though. I think I. I think I mean. I feel like I have to. Right. We're nerds. We got to do this. Right. Oh now, yeah. Absolutely have to see it. Yeah. yeah I, just remember that I am a. I am probably a. Maybe a bigger Snyder fan than most of you guys. Yeah. You like that girl one. You would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, this is like. This is yeah. like seriously. This is like the the Lars von Trier of. Uh, of of nonsense American directors, right? It's like I I I feel like telling someone to watch this movie is just like it's just cruel. You're you're I you're, disagree. You're being a, a bad person if you you can you can check out at any point in time. You don't have to watch the whole film, if but you, you can never leave, in, right? I'm not holding anybody down. Hey, that's a familiar <laughs> lyric somehow. I don't know where I heard that before. <laughs> I'm not holding anybody down with a butter. Scott, and him watch this. You can, you can. <laughs> please remember, you can turn off that movie. Okay. Remember that. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, sure. Totally. Uh, here's my. Stop thing watching. With it. Pick it up another time or whatever. I'm sure. a little closer to Dunaway in this, in that I think Zack Snyder has a very cool aesthetic, and he's and it's worked really well a couple of times for me. I thought the Dawn of the Dead remake was amazing. I really liked his Watchmen take, and I really liked mm-hmm. uh, 300 a lot. Uh, right. I think everything since then's been a little problematic, but the DC stuff mainly. And uh, it bums me out because I think he's better than that. His new zombie thing with Dave Batista and whoever all's coming to Netflix is, um, oh, I forgot yeah. what it's called. That looks awesome. Like it looks like a throwback right. to that remake, and I'm in on that. So I'm 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 not a Snyder hater. Um, mostly because I don't know why we hate him. I think we just if he, if a movie's kind of crappy, mm-hmm. I think we're. Did it, you right. see just? Did you see the Weed in Justice League? Though? I never saw Justice League. I never did. That's why I'm saying oh, this will be fresh cool. to me. So. Have you guys ever? Were you guys big JL, JLA fans? I know a lot of us were during a time was, it was either uh, oh Marvel, Marvel, or I DC. Was, I was the Marvel guy, and you know, right. I the, still love them. I read DC all the time now. Even um, I love yeah. DC comics. I love JLA. I think the comics and the animation stuff is is amazing, and the Berlanti TV stuff is pretty good. And you know that that's where they've DC has never lost its shine for me outside of movies and for a long time they were right. still king of the hill <laughs> when you were doing like you know the batman movies with nolan those were huge um right it's just they right now they just can't compete with that shit marvel's doing i just i just by, i don't know by the by the way my mom made okay so my birthday was this past week my mom made my birthday the best birthday ever now you do say birthday right asking, you say birthday i do birthday. like i love that he says birthday. i do too birthday. don't change yeah. that don't ever change that all right so anyway yeah. on my birthday uh we were uh <laughs> we were talking she's like what you been up to and i'm like oh last night i watched the the zach snyder cut of uh and i was like i realized immediately that she would have no idea what i was talking about zach snyder cut and i said oh watch the zach snyder cut of Justice League. She says, "Oh, cool." She says, "Is that the one with Spider-Man?" And I was like, "Thank you, mom." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thank You're you, mom. I had, I forgot what it was like to be a child and feeling like your parents were out of touch with what's cool because Justice League Snyder cut probably not, you know, you probably not going to be 
going to feel pretty stupid if you, you're not like really cool or nothing. But right. mom made me feel a little bit cooler yeah. when she called it Spider-Man yeah. and Iron Man. And then she said, maybe Iron Man? I was like, no. No. I feel a little better <laughs> Thanks, mom. It's okay. For most of the world, they don't. Yeah. They don't. It's not well, important. I it's not say important. most of the world. It's not important to them. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're heroes in right. tights doing cool stuff. That sounds like a fun time. You yeah. go ahead, honey, and enjoy your movie. That's fine. Yeah. Made me feel like a kid, and I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Nothing I, wrong with that. I, I just, I think that we're way too forgiving with the phrase uh, overindulgent. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's just overindulgent. That that makes it okay. No, no, no. <laughs> if it's technically incompetent. <laughs> then there, you don't get to excuse it that way. Mm. Like this movie is technically incompetent. What was that? The Snyder cut? Yeah. Have he's you seen about, the Snyder cut? Yeah. He yes, saw you it. have. Yes. Okay. I disagree. It's not incompetent. Oh my God. There's not so incompetent. Oh my God. There's no way that, okay, look, I'm incompetent. I am an incompetent <laughs> filmmaker. If I made the movie, it would be, you could go, Oh yeah, that was incompetent. But no, this is actual filmmaking. And I enjoyed it. You say incontinent I, I mean, or incompetent? Let's make sure. I, incompetent. I was actually incontinent. Okay. What, but what, now makes incompetent. A, what makes a movie, Scott? It's music. It's costumes. It's sets. It's compositions. Everything I just said is incompetent in this film. And and every now and then, there's a shot that's like decent. Yeah. And Snyder ruins it by throwing the camera around to ha- to, to, to to hide really bad CGI, like mm. scarily bad CGI. Wow. So okay. So all right. So okay. So are you saying there's not music in this movie or not <laughs> filming? Dude, this what music, is, the, the, what the is, Junkie oh, cool. excelled at the soundtrack. I'm confused I about the. In, I I'm confused about the incompetence. I I don't understand. I can understand you saying, "Oh, I don't like the film." But incompetence? That seems that seems a little self-indulgent. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did. Turn right. it around. To do with this movie. But, I, but it's just it's it's absolutely terrible. And like I, I almost feel like you should watch it so that you can then talk about how you know how to compose a shot. Like you know, <laughs> Rot- Rotten Tomatoes gives it a seventy four percent. IMDb gives it eight point four out of ten. Metacritic gives it a fifty five. I definitely don't think I'm the only person who thinks this film is at least competent. Well, I hear they do. I but the one thing I wanted to hear, and it sounds like they did it, right. is they did uh, Cyborg right. Like they gave him yes. his due. Dark Seed, or are you talking about no Cyborg? Oh, you're talking about Cyborg. Oh, yeah, sorry. Cyborg. Yeah, and and the fact broke. is, the Whedon Cyborg. version of this movie mistreated Cyborg terribly. Yeah, and this fixes that. Yes. Anytime you have mo- more uh, Joe Morton, you're 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 doing it right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that there were like uh, this like makes the the terrible Whedon movie worse. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is this is uh, first of all, it's not an action movie. Yeah. It's 220 minutes long, and I would guess 15 minutes of action, and every single minute of action was in the Whedon version. Every every right. bit. Hmm. So, have I'm, you ever read JLA? Sorry. No, well, I, I mean it's it's mostly superheroes standing around, eh. uh, you know, d- debating debating how you know the ethical thing to do. It's not like a fast action Spider Man where you know he's giving quips care. while he's performing it's the action. Comic book movie and a comic book movie <laughs> is an action movie. And like, I, 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 don't right. care, I don't care what someone drew and wrote in 1994. <laughs> this, this movie has to stand on its you know on its merits. Yeah. And it really does. I'm serious. You should get a stopwatch when you watch it, Scott, and 
count the minutes of action. Yeah, it, that'll, that'll help you enjoy a film better. Stop watching it. And have, yeah. you know. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm excited for all. We're going to get a load of uh, back and forth from the uh, audience, which is great about this. And, and we'll get a we'll get a good pulse of what everybody thought of of that. I, I actually wish you had watched the Snyder Cut before Towering Inferno because like me, I think you would really appreciate Towering Inferno a lot more than otherwise. <laughs> like seriously, I I, I just did. can't get over how how well made Towering Inferno is and and part of it is that it, it, I only felt like I could go upward from uh, Snyder <laughs> You can well, only not, go not up too far from because the you'll Snyder get burned. Cut. I love that. All right, we'll take that. Just Zach don't Snyder. take the scenic elevator. Yeah, don't take the scenic elevator ever. That's just the rule. Uh, but I do have. Listen to this. I've got some. Pre- oh, I have a tiny bit of scrutiny. Let me just do this real fast, and then we'll move on to clips. Scrutiny. Uh, Steve McQueen's primary concern when filming was that his fireman's helmet made him look like an idiot. I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. Yeah. This There's, helmet makes me look like an idiot. An idiot. Scrutiny. Here's another one. There was Everybody's so much. Nine foot phone. This one says, Here's, there was so much consternation in the Stephen Queen camp that it, when it was discovered that Paul Newman had 12 more lines of dialogue than he did. Whatever. Come on. Did, were they really See, that I petty? Like, I, don't I, I don't think so. But we've always had a fascination with Hollywood and yeah. this infighting. So it's, right. it's, it's fun. I do love stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you also like. We also really, really like it when they kiss and make up. Like, we we like to pretend that there's a fight mm-hmm. so that we can then have them both come out on the Johnny Carson show yeah. and sit next right. to each other on the couch. And we feel so good when they. Oh, the yeah. sets on the Carson show in '73 and '4 were so bad too. This was like such an era for that. Sh- uh, what was wrong with us? The collective style <laughs> sense <laughs> of that era. I just don't get it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing to say there's some things that are sort of timeless or come come and come come and go and all that. And I get it. Like his jacket, that can come and go. But just the overall like like Carson in his old plaid suit coats and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. checkered pants and the freaking shitty color. I just don't know how we were ever there. Yeah. How did we ever do it? I'm saying I'm saying Paul Newman's jacket in this movie is timeless. It is. It is. Good. It's great. Right. It is good. Yeah. Is no good. complaints. That jacket. I would have, badass. I would have really liked to have taken a look at that vulgar underwear though. I was really disappointed. It did not make an appearance. Well, there's always time in the future. My favorite, my favorite fake feud with late night, uh, is Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon. I, I love that. <laughs> that ongoing right. bit. They still yeah. Cause they, it's not just, uh, uh, him saying it every night. Sorry, my apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of right. time, but it's like also video things and it's the Sarah Silverman. I'm effing Matt Damon song that came out. <laughs> yeah. Are they, they still do it. Is it like a still running gag? Or yeah. They, yeah. Okay. During oh, the, yeah. during the quarantine, they even had a, a thing where in the background while Jimmy was doing the show from his house, Matt Damon snuck out of the bedroom with his wife following in a <laughs> towel wrapped in a towel. So, that's good. All right. I'm glad they're yeah. doing that. They, they, you should do that till your, both of your careers are done. Just keep it up. <laughs> right. Yes. It's totally fine. Yeah. Amazon.com delivering what you need. And in particular, Amazon pharmacy. Oh man, this is exciting stuff. They make it easy to order prescriptions and have them delivered straight to you at Amazon pharmacy. The process is simple. Saves you both time and hassle. No more waiting in line at the pharmacy. That is the worst. Instead, have your doctor's office send your next prescription straight to Amazon Pharmacy, and then you will receive it delivery, or it delivered rather, to your door. 
straight to your door. You know your door. You've been using it a lot the last year. <laughs> well, that's where it'll go. Amazon Pharmacy works with most insurance plans nationwide as well. Uh, I've had nothing but great experience with Amazon. How fast shipping is is a main part of that. Getting uh, prescriptions this way is my new favorite way to do it. I just don't have to think about it. They show up and boom, it's arrived safely on my doorstep. And I love it. Amazon Prime members can save on prescription medication when not using insurance and get free two-day delivery. Learn more at Amazon.com slash FilmSack. That's A-M-A-Z-O-N. You know, Amazon.com slash FilmSack. Try it today. All right. I have clips. Let's do these. These are these are some clips, guys. Oh, man. I mean, when I say clips, clips, boy, howdy. Not really. They're just kind of people talking. Uh here you go. Let's start. <laughs> Let's start with this one. This is uh, um, uh, where where is it here? Oh, here we go. This is a party in the tower. Thank you, but I'm going up to the party in the tower. Oh yeah, we heard that in the intro. I forgot. Okay, we're not gonna play that mm-hmm. one again. How about O.J. Simpson showing up? Hey Bill, tune in the main utility room. Okay. Have you ever said when you talk to somebody? Did you ever say "say" before you tell them to do a thing? You ever go "say hey. Bill," "say Brian," "say Bill," "say." Shay Bill. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to start doing that. Let's no, whenever whenever Tina needs me to do something, she does start with Brian. It's like, yeah. oh, I know it's coming. Oh, yeah. God. I hate it when my name comes out here. Yes. Because I'm the only other person in this house. She doesn't right. need to say my name. If she's talking, then unless it's to the dog and I can tell right. when she's talking to the dog or the cat, I know it's me. And she doesn't need to say my name before she asks me. But she never says, say Brian, though. Or she knows she never goes, say Brian. Do uh, be, 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 be. she never does that? Say Brian, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. I never say, I am, say but yeah. right. I am not dad. I am so dad. Like every, literally every time I'm referred You're to, so dad. starts with so dad. Yeah, so dad. I've gotten, I've gotten used to it. I don't even know if I would respond to just dad. People love the mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. starting a sentence with so. It's a popular thing I've noticed. Like if you start your YouTube video, often you start with the word so. Yeah. So, uh, so I was, I was doing this thing. So hey guys, so yeah. it's like, what's that about? What are we doing? It's like 1970s. I don't know. Shaker. Anybody that has to rely on a crutch to start a sentence is just stupid. Oh yeah, hi, I do it all the time. Uh, here's a uh, Wagner talking. Okay, so he says words. What happened? Somebody hang the wallpaper upside down? Yeah, dude. That everything in there looks like <laughs> oh, shit. All over this damn. Yeah, <laughs> it's all bad. Wallpaper. That's. That's something we don't do very much of anymore. Right. Wallpaper. Right. I heard it was my wife. Told, someone told me that's coming back in a huge way. Some Pinteresty sort of everyone. I'm not surprised. I know. I but man, I don't think that should come back. That sucks. It's inexpensive, mm-hmm. but it is it is hard to do it right. Yep. And if you, you do it skill. and you don't pick something that's timeless, you're gonna tear it down in yeah. two years and wish yeah. you'd never done it. It's like and Lenovo. It's cheap. It's all going to stick to the wall. Yep. This is why Russians are so smart to put big fancy rugs on their on their wall. Oh, yeah. Take it down. You don't like it. Well, in Soviet Russia, rug hangs on your wall. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to this clip. Uh, don't have to take, oh, uh, some kind of crap. I don't have to take crap from you. Okay. So that was that. Yes. Oh, that was going to get peed on. <laughs> but I don't have to take crap from you. But I don't have to take crap from you. Here's uh, <laughs> milk in the kitchen. I left you some milk in the kitchen. See you later. See you later. Oh, she was talking to the cat. Yeah. It was the cat. Oh, right. Right. Meow? You know I have no opposable thumbs, meow. Oh, in the the kitchen, you say. Okay, thanks. Am I supposed to know her? We talked about her before, but am I supposed to go, oh, that actress, she's she's this or whatever. I don't know her. 
How am I supposed to know? Somebody her? probably knew her. Yeah, right. Brian or Randy brought up her name earlier. The 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 lady that he was trying to bilk out of money. Um, that had the the cat. Well, I, anyway, you're not going to help. Hey, Jennifer, Jones. Gonna, Jennifer Jones. What's her deal? Help. Why should I know her? What's her from? Um, I could look her up, but like, she is she a, famous? She a, this was her last movie. Okay. Uh, even oh. though she, even though she lived to be ninety, this was this was her last movie. She didn't do a lot. She did win an Oscar. Oh, okay, um, that's something. She, her, her Oscar was uh, best leading actress in a movie called The Song of Bernadette in nineteen forty three. All right, um, just a you know, just an successful. older successful lady. All right, yeah, I'm looking at her IMDb. I don't think I've seen a single other thing that she's in that okay. she's been in. I think it's like for us, it'll be like. Uh, who won for my cousin Vinny? What's her name? Um, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. She imagine a, ge- well, a generation from now, and they're going to see Marissa Tomei in her eighties or seventies in a thing, and they're going to go, "Why do I? Why should I know her? Oh well, she won an Oscar one time and uh, had a successful career." And then you're like, "Well, what for movie? Yeah, oh, my can. cousin Vinny." It's they're, like they're not going to know either, right? We're lo- we're those people in the future. Yeah. Yeah. In the poster for Love is a Many Splendored Thing, uh, uh, what's his name? William Holden. He's yeah. in this movie. Yeah. William Holden is in shorts only. He's otherwise naked. And he's holding Jennifer Jones, who is on her knees and looking up at him. Ew. And if you've seen that poster, you'll never forget it. And it's so weird. It's awkward. It's cringy. But uh, this was a big, big deal back in the 50s. She was leading lady for these guys. All right. Well done, William Holden. Uh, here's a. Oh, this cracked me up. <laughs> it was the guy trying to cut the ribbon, and uh, he just made that weird. Oh, that was yeah. It almost felt like a little improv, like they really that had a hard the, time. That was yes, that was totally. Yeah. yeah, that was the that was the mayor, right? And he was there with the big giant scissors. That yep. oh wait, I forgot. We couldn't cut Robert Wagner scene because he went and got the giant scissors. Oh, it oh. Make sense. <laughs> the giant scissors oh. that can't cut, cut that through. part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense, Brian. <laughs> Literally can't cut that part because this is right. Just can't cut can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, well said. All right, here's uh, some. Oh, <laughs> no one ever calls broken wires this, but I thought it'd be fun to play. Hey, Dunk, if that fire was caused by Fuki wiring in this building, we could get fires breaking out everywhere. Fuki wiring? Fluki. He say Fluki or Fuki? Fluki. I'm no, play. Fuki. I'm gonna play it again. Fuki let's go. Let's go to the tape. Hey, Dunk, if that fire was caused by Fuki wiring, he said Fuki. You might be right. You Don't might say be Fuki. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's really weird. Well, I'm afraid now. I'm afraid to look up Fuki because I'm pretty sure that's probably going to be a just uh, derogatory term. Let me see here. Well, it's okay if it's derogatory. Let's find out what it is. Oh uh, no, it's just it's just a fledged cookie. Okay. okay. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. that sounds good right now. I would like a fudge right. cookie. I can't have those. All right. How about uh, yelling? Uh, oh, the, the glass tower. Oh, I hate this. This is this is some bad sound mm-hmm. work. There's a reason this movie didn't win for sound work. So this is a, here's an example. <laughs> it's just too. It was so screechy sometimes. That's my biggest complaint. Uh-huh. Maybe uh-huh. technically, just right. a lot of yelling. Oh, great. And the dialogue. Why? Was I, like, why go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. I why, why, why did I go to Why did I go Urban Dictionary? I should never go to Urban Dictionary. Oh, don't go there. Now I'm finding Now I'm finding more bad things about Fuki. Forget yeah. it. Yeah, I've rarely turned the volume up and down as much as I did in this movie. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, me too. It was uh, the music, especially, was just so loud. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the talking was recorded way low. Yeah. 
it was I, so incompetent. I lay that on HBO. <laughs> like you, you definitely have a process for staging movies. Yeah, and they could uh, even out the highs and lows. They could. Oh, of course. Yeah, mm. they absolutely could. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, it, it, they could. Re- well, I don't know about remaster, but they could totally tweak it, and they didn't. Um, there's better examples of that even later, but I'll get to it. Faye Dunaway, really, uh, here she is. It's really all right. It's really all right. <laughs> it's really all right. all right. That last bit's weird. Right. Really we're we're right. going to keep that. We're not. Keep rolling. <laughs> Do you want to tell you? You got no time. We have two, and a, two hours and 45 minutes of this thing to cut. Um, go, go, go. I we're losing daylight. I just, I just wrote the word drama here. I don't like the way you talk to me. You drunk? Not yet. Well, then get out of my way. You didn't talk like this two years ago, did you? Oh, him and the son-in-law. Richard Chamberlain, man. Yeah. yeah. Chewing the Oh, He's uh, so much better to listen to than to look at in this movie. I just felt like he was so slimy in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. a dirtbag. It was it's his fault, right? The whole thing's his bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He went for the cheap wires. A-hole. Uh, here's Wagner's something about a phone book. <laughs> Oh no, Wagner's no phone don't work. I don't know, whatever it is. Here it is. Oh. <laughs> Banging on that thing. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah, just we don't get that bam, anymore. Bam, bam on the uh Yeah. And we don't get it anymore. Like little... that used to be a thing no. all the time where you'd tap it and so operator, operator. I'm not gonna line out, operator. Like I, I miss those way. things. It was so dramatic, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Richard Chamberlain and you know his role in this movie, his wife, who I guess they were new newlyweds in Nude? this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Susan Blakely. She was twenty five years old when they Ooh, shot this movie. Hey. Yeah, and she was fairly stylish. I loved her. Her wardrobe was one of the most fun in the whole movie. She was good, actually. She struck yeah. me as a actor, <laughs> someone who's acting. Imagine well. being yes. imagine being twenty five and walking onto the set with all of this. <laughs> oh, this would have been something. We else. saw her in Over the Top. Yeah, oh, we what? did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Let me that. turn my oh, head around yeah. backwards and show and you. And Dream a Little Dream. Oh. Oh. Somebody's she mom. That? Probably she somebody's mom. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We didn't see my mom's a werewolf, but it feels like we should. Yeah. <laughs> really does. <laughs> Got to fix that mistake at some point. And Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, apparently. Uh, oh, well, shit. One of her, one of her last things. Oh, yeah. she's not with us anymore. Nickel of her career. She passed away. Oh, she's still with us, but she was on, uh, no, this is, uh, she was on, this is us most recently, oh, 2018. Probably like plays somebody's mom. This is like all the old, uh, Hollywood types from the sixties and seventies all ended up on that show at one point or another. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. weird. A lot of guest starring she on was, there from those. That she, was on of, yeah. she was on an episode of Cougar town. And I don't know if I want to watch that. I love Cougar town. Yeah. Cougar town was Cougar all right. Town was yeah. great. You know what else is great? We're rewatching Community right now, and it's great. Oh, such a great show! Yeah, my daughter. You know when to stop? Time. Yeah. No, yeah. You've yes. told me. You warned me. Yes. So. You got to pick the right place to stop, and yeah. you have to you have to let go of the fact that Chevy Chase is terrible. Yes. Oh, I let go of that really early. Yeah. Nah. I I like the character of Pierce because I think it works for the show. Yeah. But well, whatever. We don't have to get into it now. Right. But was he really acting? That's the question. <laughs> Probably not. Um, okay. Let's just do this one. This one's, uh, oh, uh, OJ got to send a man up there. Damn it, man. You should have sent a man up there. Yeah. Damn it, man. Should have. Now I'm going I'm to go kill damn people. Damn it, man. All right. Here's the sound of people <laughs> moving in an elevator, and it made me uh, capture it. I don't know why. It's not even funny. It's just this weird sound of people. It's like when they're on the elevator and they're nervous, and then the elevator suddenly goes, to start moving 
This is the sound mm. they made. I don't know why I captured it. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> is that what like the elevator just gets flooded with people the uh, first time? Yeah, the first, the first. Yeah, they're all trying to bust yeah. in there and get past yeah. each other. You could also have set it up as we went into the backyard and recorded random sounds coming from the chicken coop. <laughs> right. I was going to say they did so. It sounds like an animal. So, yeah. <laughs> like those videos where people just see turkeys on the road and go, blah, and they go. Blah. I love that. All right, here's uh, the loud and soft difference in the sound work, and it's terrible. Italian 38. So that's an example of like they went from a that was a that wasn't me cutting it. That was the movie's cut of like horrendous right. sound. Quiet talk. Italian 38. <laughs> wow, that's abrupt. Yeah, I don't like it. Not one bit. All right, here's duty. Duty. Now, that, that's actually something at the time. I don't think that was something that was. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just bad now. Like yeah. fix it. Something Don't ever do that again. Duty. Duty. She says duty. 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 <laughs> uh, Steve McQueen gives us uh, one of our few swears uh, in the movie, but uh, he drops a big old shit. Shit. That's when he realizes he has to be the guy to go in there. I feel like I need to see some Steve, Steve McQueen. Like, you add a little yeah. fart before he speaks? Mm-mm. No fart. No fart added. Let me play it again. Oh, it sounds like it. <laughs> I didn't. Dang. I didn't. I didn't. Although I did watch. You want to see something delightful? That Wonder Woman movie is not very good. This new one, WW84 or whatever. Oh, yeah. But you know what That's is good? Rough. The blooper reel from that movie is, a fa- is fantastic. Yeah. Those people are really enjoying hanging out together. Uh, I would watch a buddy comedy of just Chris Pine and uh, Gal Gadot hanging out. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. there's this scene where um, Pedro Pascal, who played the villain in that movie, trips on purpose in the White House. And in this cut, he trips and farts. And then and you hear it in the cut. just like, <laughs> And he like puts his head up and goes, I farted. I farted. <laughs> and they cut and they have to do it again. <laughs> I just want to say I admire an actor who farts, admits it, and can have a laugh about it. I think that's great. I'll bet you William Holden farted all the time, but never admitted it. Probably never would have copped to it. No. Would have blamed it on uh, Paul Newman. Yeah. You know, guys like Dick Van Patten would just lay waste to his pants and never admit it. (laughs) All right. Here he is eating smoke. I'm going to keep eating smoke and bringing out body. Yeah. Yeah. Six years later, all that smoke eating is going to catch up to you. I can't believe he's only 44 in here. It's so crazy to me. Anyway, uh, there you go. That's your your clips for the day. And that means we've arrived at this point of the proceedings. Grab him. Nope, that's not it. It's the film sack checklist. All these actors were used to working in this much smoke because they were all chronic smokers. Check. Uh, I have always wanted my own fire pole and still kind of do check. <laughs> yeah, I love fire poles. I really want one in the house. I would love yeah. it. I do too. I'd always get worried when they have the kind that has the, the, uh, the vent opening that opens up a little like, hatch. Launches have a hole. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that little hatch. It scares me. Yeah. I don't want the hatch. Totally hatch has pinched. moving parts. You got to maintain it and stuff. Yeah. I don't want that. I want just a hole. Give me a hole in the, the hole with a pole. Yeah, hole with a pole. A hole in a pole is all I want on my weekend at uh, Brian Ibbett's house. Saturday at night. I just want a head. That I, I just want a head that I can flip up and push a button and slide down with my best buddy. Yep, that's there all you I go. want. There you go. Uh, I also wrote. Uh, oh, finally, Richard Chamberlain always gets what he deserves. Check. All right. 
Uh, let's move on to the the connections. I'm sure there's Star Trek yeah. connections here, Randy. Did you oh find my gosh, any? Yes. This movie has so many people that I didn't I didn't uh, elaborate on what they all were. So, okay. for instance, uh, this movie includes Felix Silla, John Crawford, and Paul Comey, who were all in the original series. This movie includes John Hugh McKnight, who was in Star Trek: The Motion Picture. A guy named Frank Orsati was in Star Trek V: The Voyage Home. Uh, no, that's not right. Star Trek V, the uh, uh, undisco- Undiscovered the Country. Frontier. Oh, no, no, no. Final Frontier. Final Frontier. <laughs> yeah. Frontier. The Undiscovered <laughs> Frontier. Yeah. And, the uh, and The search and, for the final frontier. Mm-hmm. There were also the Next Generation connections. There was a guy named Nick Dimitri in this movie. And there was also George Wallace. No, not that George not, Wallace. Not <laughs> Norm. And no, 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 not that George Wallace, the racist governor of Alabama. This one is a white man, and he played Admiral Simmons in the TNG episode Man of the People. Oh, I like it. <laughs> this one's a white man. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. All right. Hey, uh, nice job on the connections. Soundtrack great. I'd give it an SAS for 70s as shit, and that's fine. It's, it's fine for the music. It's fine. It's a little loud. It was a little over the top. It was. It didn't sound like John Williams. That surprises me. That, that was him, but it was early. I thought it sounded like John Williams. It, I just, oh, I've yeah. never thought to put it in my score collection because I just don't like this movie. Just isn't. It doesn't have something super memorable in the score. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't. Plus, that it was made like three years before you were born, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah well, I mean, I, I got uh, my score collection goes all the way back to like 1921. Mm, but, wow! Oh, wow! Hello, my baby. Like, Hello, my baby. So you like, got oh, Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do? Do you have like yeah, um right. like the old like in uh, Fallout New Vegas has that great old timey uh, discordant mm. audio of like twenties music and stuff? Do you have stuff like that? Like mm, not really. Mm. I, I don't. I don't particularly like the out of tune piano sound. <laughs> if that's what you're talking about, yeah, yeah like, the, like, like the Bioshock Infinite stuff. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like that, but it doesn't sound like you have that. Um. Oh, I have an example of it right here. Hold on, this will be fun. Or maybe you won't. Hold on. Why won't it work? Okay. <laughs> I'm not having as much fun as you promised. Yeah, it's God, not as I, fun as um as I thought it would be. All right. No, it's loading, so right. that's not fun at all. Loading is never fun. Um, all right. Well, I'll wait for that and then play it in a minute. Uh, let's um Oh no, here it is. I found it. Okay. This is called I don't know what it is. Here it is. Is this playing? No. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that kind of like Are you on top of uh Shawshank Tower uh <laughs> Oh, it does sound like it's coming out of like a speaker or something. <laughs> well, anyway, I like crap like that. How about this one? I think it's perfectly fitting. That's a, I like it. That's a music box. I, I, for, for me, whenever you say old movie music, I always think of The Wizard of Oz. And it's, it's kind of hard to believe how old that movie is now. Over 100, right? Close to it. 81 years Jeez, old, I want to say. Really? Like my mom was born when that was. Oh my it's gosh. older than that, I believe, isn't it? Like closing in because it's like the 75th anniversary was like almost 20 years ago. Maybe. I don't know. I think it, I think Wizard of Oz is 1938. 30. Right. And we are we're 2021. So it's so it's 39. So it's on up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's moving on up to it's the moving top. Up. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Let's uh, move on to the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. Let's break with some tradition here and just start with Randy this time. The Towering Inferno. Lots of men, dozens of men, maybe hundreds of men going up and downstairs and in and out of rooms and a couple of women, maybe as many as three women, but they're all just trying to leave. <laughs> just like a <laughs> United Episode. <laughs> Aww. 
There's so few women oh, in these colonies. Nobody parties. wants to leave an Ibit party. No, oh, no. No. From what I understand, real weird things happen there, so be careful. <laughs> uh, let's now go to Brian Dunaway. The Towering Inferno. Like $140 of vulgar underwear. I only needed 15 minutes, but we got over 165 Oh, good. The Navy is here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I I really enjoyed the Navy helicopter for some reason. I just yes. could, I couldn't look away from that Navy helicopter. Nothing wrong with the Navy. That, in that... And that first helicopter that that uh, that that he flew in on actually was for a seventy four. That thing was it was brand new, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. brand new. It looked like he was having fun in there. Mm-hmm. And he was all into whoops. He was all into his racing stuff uh, at this point. The right? Queen? No, Paul Newman. He oh, was like, Paul, Newman. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Yes, yeah, he was all into that and getting ready to knock the world out with his with his his ranch dressing with, all right with his dressing his dressing. You think I act good? Yeah, Wait, you, you, should, taste this. you should hear me talk, uh, Brian Ibbett. The Towering Inferno. This building is lit. I mean, this building is in fuego. I mean, this movie is th- close to three hours long. Pack a hot lunch. <laughs> oh, it was so long. True story. It was really long. All right. Uh, now, enjoy the following alternate titles. Yes, these were titles that almost happened but didn't. It's almost called The Really Long Inferno or... <laughs> <laughs> this right here. There is a hole in the roof. All right, that's the other. Oh, it's true. It's oh, nice the throwback. Water came down. Hey, we got an Little email. Uh, we get emails on the show, and we got one from Dave from Kansas City. He wrote into filmsackagemail.com, and he said the following thing: I was wondering if you guys could consider adding the movie Enemy Territory from 1987 oh, to your yeah. movies for Filmsack. It is an obscure movie, huh. but I think it would be perfect for Filmsack. It has a crazy plot and a crazy cast. It's basically a mix between Die Hard and Emilio Estevez's movie Judgment Night. Sounds like another one we should do. Oh, um, I love Judgment uh-huh, Night. That's uh-huh. so good. Stars Gary Frank, Ray Parker Jr. Yes, the guy that sang Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Tony Todd, the candy man himself. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent and Stacy Stacy Dash, Airwolf. who was in Clueless. Yeah, Airwolf, Jan oh, Michael wow. Vincent. Uh, here's the synopsis. An insurance salesman, Gary Frank, and a telephone repairman played by Ray Parker Jr., inadvertently get trapped after dark in an apartment building in Harlem and are terrorized by a street gang called the Vampires who are led by the Count, a.k.a. Tony Todd. Uh, the movie isn't streaming anywhere wow. that I can find, but uh, there is a decent copy on YouTube. Uh, yep. may, keep it on your list, basically. So we will. We'll put it on our list. Also says, thanks for the podcast. I've been listening for years and figured I'd recommend an obscure movie that most people haven't heard of uh, that you guys would have a blast talking about. If you don't end up doing this, and that's cool, but I'd appreciate if you would at least watch that trailer and consider it yeah. signed Dave from Kansas city. I, re- I remember this cover box from uh, my days at blockbuster. And I'm trying to remember if I actually watched it or if I just read the cover box and went, Oh, okay. Your, your old okay. blockbuster days. Eh? Did you work at a, you did, blockbuster right? Days. Didn't you work at a blockbuster? Oh yeah. For years. Oh man. Yeah, that's so cool. I never had the chance or never yeah. did, or I always felt like that'd be a cool thing to have in your belt now to talk about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had, oh, yeah. I had we, have a, we, we have a Netflix documentary all about it, right? Is now. that out now? I want to see that. Yeah. That's the one about the whole yeah, uh, the rise and fall and all of it, right? Like the whole thing. Yeah, I want to see that. And I guess Paul Shearer was a a longtime blockbuster worker before he became an hmm. actor. Oh, really? really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Man, I, that, man everybody, that, everybody that worked at Blockbuster uh, when I was there we're all film lovers because one of the benefits of working at Blockbuster is you could check out movies at the end of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just, anything you, you that just wasn't go, 
Yeah, anything mm-hmm. that wasn't already taken out. Yeah, I mean, that's what the whole of Clerks, you know, there we go, Kevin Smith was, yeah. was you know, um, where his love of film came from, was right. working at a movie store. Movie is he, I saw rental. him, he's associated with this somehow, like, uh, he's on the, he's on the placard for it, so I think he's the host or the narrator or something. Oh, okay. Kevin, Kevin Smith has a, a lot to say in, in that documentary, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a. But it's really, not his deal, like, it's not, he's not. The, the main narrator, it. he's just in it. Okay, yeah. it was yeah. it was directed by a guy named Taylor Morden. Oh, okay, they just happened to show him on. I don't the, know if he's doing a lot right. Yeah. I know he's like trying to get back into doing things, but you know he's been having all those health issues, and I think he's just been. I think he's doing great now, though. He got he had that heart attack and then uh, lost a ton yeah. of weight and is looking pretty good these days. I think. Yeah. The main thing is you need to watch the last blockbuster on Netflix, and you need to be looking at the last blockbuster Twitter feed while you. Right. Oh, the just Twitter remember, feed is awesome. Just remember, nobody's holding you down with a with butter and forcing you, so you can leave at any time. Yeah, you can leave. It's not a problem. You don't have to watch. Yeah, there's no <laughs> freaking butter butt Texas, everybody. Right. Uh, well, there you go. We'll put that on the list. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate the recommendation. Our next film is the Alec Baldwin crap fest known as The Shadow. Uh, I saw this in theaters and hated it. And at the same time, I know it's perfect for film sack. So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> To talk about it here, because I want to talk is about that, why is that I still hated part it. of our shadow. Is that still part of our March mat- madness? Is gone. Uh, Max no, I'm still right? still part of March Maximus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got another week. Okay. Yeah, we got another week. This one's on HBO Max. It's uh, I don't forget the year. Ninety something. Nineteen ninety four. Ninety four. Okay. That's earlier than I thought. Anyway, it's uh, yeah. Alec Baldwin is the famous uh, originally started in radio, maybe comics. I'm not actually sure, but the shadow. Yeah. I used to love the radio stuff, the old serials that my grandma would play and um was real excited about that movie like rice krispies or can't no <laughs> yeah that's it playing? but i came away from that okay, movie going, Ugh, this is bad this is a bad movie right. i'll never see it again but i couldn't have foreseen film sack and neither could you so. right just remember us <laughs> just remember us 20 years after the towering inferno no i try not to think of 20, yeah yeah that's a, that's where wow. movies had went to that's Crazy. weird okay hold on a second huh. Towering Fer- and Inferno and The Shadow are closer <sighs> together than The Shadow and us now. Yes! <laughs> That's so effed up. Because yeah. it's not like movies have changed that much since The Shadow, but they changed a lot oh, since Towering Inferno. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they have, and I just can't see it. Anyway, that and a lot of discussion around it next week right here. On FilmSack. In the meantime, FilmSack.com is our website. You can uh, visit it whenever you want. Get all the old archive. Check out FilmSack, or sorry, QuickSack.ly, which is this great resource uh, put together by BombBots, which is amazing. It's an amazing thing. You should go check that out. All sorts of cool stuff, so check it out. FilmSack.com. FilmSack is our Twitter account. You can also uh, send those emails, FilmSack at gmail.com. And whenever you review a show on one of your uh, favorite places you get your podcast, it helps us get discovered by new people. So please continue to do that. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. For 29. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Duty. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.